0: What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Yola Sadiarin, your stuff for all things pop where we talk about all things pop culture from here in our homes in the Philippine Islands to the rest of the globe and of course here in our beloved Iglesia Ni (laughs) Carly. So in this episode, we will dedicate our emotions to none Uh other than Miss Carly Rae Jepsen herself and if you've been listening to this show, you very well know how much of a Carly Rae Jepsen like Fandom we are, part of the fandom Or like I don't know what to say about it But it kind of can, It can become like a shot game Like when you listen to Popcorn Take a shot every time talk about Carly Rae Jepsen And you'll probably get a bit tipsy At the very least <laughs> And uh, so in celebration Of the release of Dedicated Side B This episode is all about Carly Rae Jepsen and her latest album So before anything else let's introduce Our co-hosts for this episode Let's all welcome back our fave co-hosts. Well, fave, lahat kayo! Yes! Oh, <laughs> you just heard all of them <laughs> from, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: You just heard all of them from our anniversary episode, and now they're back for Carly Rae. Hey, Paula!
2: Hi!
0: Hello, Emil. Hello! Hey, Angela!
2: Hi, uh, Hello!
0: Hello, AG! Kakaligo up, lang Clement to Carly Rae! <laughs>
3: yeah, I know! So I'm late.
0: <laughs> Joanne is also here. That's me. And let's all welcome Selena, who will be joining us for the first time. Yay! my mom!
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I mean, before we start, the whole Carly Jeffson Jepsen um, extravaganza, how uh, are you after the whole Thursday night thing that we all were just like on it? <laughs>
4: Um,
3: <laughs> just is to, what is there to say? Um, it's
5: really <laughs> overwhelming, it's like going to mass. Yeah, yeah. we're
0: Didn't back to like church, that. literally.
4: I, ever since quarantine started, I've never seen my timeline so happy. Yeah, it was <laughs> so crazy
0: for like a whole like maybe day or two. Everyone was just like kind of feeling lighter about the whole situation because of yeah. this album. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think, at the same time, so overwhelming talaga. Kasi ang daming sunod-sunod na lualabas, from Dedicated Side B to Lady Gaga and Ariana. And more are coming up with uh, Twice and Blackpink and Lord will also be releasing stuff. So, like, it's just, uh, we're being fed so much. And it's a, it's a great time to be alive. <laughs> kind of reminds me of, like, the 2017
4: it, sorry.
1: era.
4: <laughs> sorry. I was like, is it? Is it? But yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's is, not
0: it. that great
6: time. <laughs> but, you know, in terms of
0: music, I guess we're getting
6: it is, it is. a lot of good stuff.
0: <laughs> I mean, it gets you away from, I mean, at least, the very least. Yeah. Your problems are, like, yeah a lighter exactly. and you feel like you have something to cling to while we face this really tough time in the world. Yeah. That's what I meant. So,
1: okay, <laughs> sorry if I we sounded we like it's a great time. <laughs> the to great be time
0: to realize. Like, uh.
5: <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was taken away by my emotions.
1: <laughs>
5: oh my God.
0: But anyway, before we head to our main topic, of course, we have some popcorns for the week. Uh, we'll be talking about some Woo! stuff in pop culture. So, will it be a yes, a pass, a sax, a sad, or a sigh? But first... <laughs> I mean, this is the umbrella of the whole, um, the whole topic we're talking about today and for the next few weeks. But the gays are winning, and we are being fed with all this content. Uh, starting with, I mean, after Cardi Ray Jepsen "Rain on Me" by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande was released, also with a music video, uh, reached like 10 million streams in one day and topped so many charts ever since. I think at this point, mga 20 million na yata siya or more. So, kamusta the song for you guys? For me, I loved it so much. And I was telling them earlier that uh, it feels like the most club song that you dance to not in a club. It's, I mean, with the, with the experience we have right now. And, you know, who would have thought talaga at this point that these two would collaborate? It's like some of the biggest female pop divas out there. I mean, we had telephone before, but this like the Gen Z okay. edition with Ariana Grande. Uh Kayo guys, what do you think about it?
3: Oh, can I go first? Go Because um, I love the I love the song so much. It's <laughs> it's easily it's easily a club ready anthem. Like apart from my obvious biases towards Lady Gaga and Ariana. It's it's easily one of Lady Gaga's best songs um recently on most recent time. Because it's really a disco ready anthem. I would see this. I can imagine this blasting at Nectar, on a oh, good yeah. on a good night, right? And And just imagine all the gays going wild. And even if imagine if if Pride March um in Marikina was toloy, and imagine them playing this song there. It's it's such a it's such a um LGBT friendly anthem. Like Lady Gaga knows what the gays want, literally. <laughs> so
1: yeah.
3: And <laughs> si Lady Gaga, top. literally. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's giving us all of all of the things that we deserve. And here's some Ariana.
0: Of- then here's some Blackpink.
3: Yeah, I here's know. Some Elton and John. even the music video. Oh my god. And the music video is such a different story altogether. Um I like it so much. <laughs> I-, I could go Four days just talking about it
0: honestly, parang you can't yeah. stop listening to it. Eh. Parang, I mean, it's just like too good and too fun to not want to listen to,
3: yeah. I agree. And as, as someone who also grew up in like a pop centric era, it's very reminiscent of like the popular pop songs of like the, 2000s of the, 2000s, oh, the 2010s, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. It is, it easily fits the mold of that of those eras, so yeah.
0: It's really yes. a nice return to form to the disco. I'm to the like uh, pop, electro pop uh, era of Lady Gaga, coming off of Joanne, country ish, and then um, A Star is Born, which is more like ballads and like there are some electro pop uh, feels to some of the songs there too. But ito yung parang back to her roots, back to the Gaga everyone like embraced back in 2008 to like the early 2010s uh everyone else what do you feel about it i think you have some takes
6: (laughs) (laughs) i mean it was nice it's very much a it's very much a bop I, i see myself dancing to it in the shower for the next coming weeks and practicing the choreography alone in my room so yeah i mean i'm excited to hear more of what lady gaga has to offer
0: Anyone else? I think Sel wanted to say something earlier.
7: Um, I think well, yeah, it's a great song, but then I couldn't get out of my head the thing that my friend said that it was very like ASAP variety show, which isn't a bad thing. But, like I think, which isn't a bad thing, but like I think that's the kind of catchiness it has. Okay, but if. A local, like local celebrities were to
6: sing it on ASAP, who would it be? Would it be Sarah Heronimo oh, okay. and, or well, one of them has so to be Sarah Heronimo? Yeah. yeah. Sarah
0: it Geronimo. It has Sarah. to be Sarah Geronimo. Sarah G and uh, mm. Morissette, siguro, gano'n. It's
6: hin- like Morissette? Eh? I don't know.
0: No. Like who, though? Catherine Bernardo, gano'n.
3: Catherine <laughs> Bernardo. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Price
1: na ano niya?
0: The
6: iconic
1: Ariana song Grande. song was Make <laughs> <pick> free. <laughs>
7: With,
1: <laughs>
7: with the outfit. barrel.
1: We can, have <laughs> a, we can have another
7: balibag portion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kim <Chu>. <laughs> <Nord>. <laughs> No, you can have like a super dance version with Maha and Kim.
6: Dancing for oh, yeah.
0: Me. While Sarah Geronimo sings it. Ganon. Both
6: parts. Both parts si Sarah. Tapos sila na lang yung taga-sayaw.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kaling
6: <laughs> din sumayo si Sarah, so
0: okay any more takes before we head to our next uh, category category okay that's it for rain on me uh, I want to bring this up also I mean there was a whole issue and I think still is an issue regarding Lana del rey making a whole statement on Instagram about like her music and being like bashed about it while I mean the gist of it long story short is that she says, these people, like Beyonce, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, Ariana Grande, Camila Cabello, among many people, like Kalani, um, why can they like uh, get away with having songs about being naked and having some fun, while she, on the other hand, like is being like um, persecuted, quote unquote, for like domesticating abuse. I mean, glamorizing abuse rather. So. I mean that's a whole discourse um, about what type of music she puts out and she's like why can't there be room for like different types of experiences in music and I mean kasi yun nga yun yung sikat na uh, yun yung sikat na mga themes ngayon with a lot of the popular female artists but a lot of people are also getting offended by the statement because most of them are people of color, the ones she mentioned, like uh, those artists, I mean, they're just putting that racial um, aspect to it. Well, for me, um, ako parang, she has a fair point and I think yung ano lang talaga is, it so happens that those artists are persons uh-huh. of color and
1: yes, their
0: themes, the songs that they write and uh, perform are the same uh, theme and same like I know, you know. it just it just uh, so happens that they're people of color, and that doesn't really put anything into the issue. What do you guys think about the whole Lana Del Rey thing?
1: That's
6: the big yikes, you guys! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just seems like a very whiny white woman complaining mm-hmm. that she's not yeah. as successful as these women of color are, and um. You know, it's harder for people of color to get into the industry. So I it's it's hard for me to accept anyone complaining about their success because their obstacles are like so much harder than what she had to go through as a white person. Yeah. So I don't know. If she was going to complain about the content of music that people were putting out, there was just no reason for her to name drop all yeah. of these artists. So that's just me.
2: Yeah, um agreed. Uh <laughs> I've been uh, I'm not really. I, I don't really follow Lana Del Rey's music much because it's not really um, my 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 cup of tea. And I don't mind it like at, at all. Like I liked the the cover she did for the um, Maleficent movie. Was it right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I mean that was fun. But otherwise, like the rant itself felt like very ill-timed um, mm-hmm. and like out of nowhere. At the same time, it's um, name-dropping women of color first of all like even if it was unconscious and then linking it to the idea of them sexualizing themselves in the, their songs and it being unfair is already sort of like a you you you're talking from a standpoint where you're looking down on somebody like you think that um being sexualized in your songs is wrong when a lot of the time for female artists that, um sexuality and sensuality is the only way for them to get attention in in a music business that obviously favors as like every patriarchal society favors men, favors white people. So obviously like it's for her to like sort of try to destabilize that. It just doesn't feel very fair um, where she is coming from a background of she's white and rich, so she can technically write about whatever she wants. And it'll be palatable to like a lot of people. Whereas women of color have to work 10 times as hard to even just make it onto the radio. So it just for me, it, uh, she... That was not a good move. Like it was, I, I kind of mm. made fun of her. I don't like doing that, but I kind of made fun of her for it. And yeah, it's just it wasn't. It's a it's a bath like a hard hard bath.
0: And to think, I guess that she came from a critically acclaimed last release, which was Norman effing mm. Rockwell.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess yung know, I mean, I I agree with what you guys said about it. Uh, Emil, you want to say something about
5: this? Oh no. Well, Angela and I talked about this already, uh, like privately, and yeah. I mean, I agree with everything she said. Like the, the only thing I'll add is that I'm I'm willing to believe them, and uh, she wrote that post with without malicious intent, Because like mm-hmm. the entire like the main the main point of the post is wasn't like those other artists, but mm-hmm. at the same time, the fact that she so casually name dropped and wasn't quote-unquote thinking about their race is like a very white privilege thing in itself like the fact that she can afford to not consider their race and say something that like will obviously set like the internet on fire um, it's just like oversight on her part so I also don't I'm not like a Lana Del Rey fan either I haven't really listened to her so I have no opinions on her as an artist but like as a person on the internet, I mean, like, you should, you
0: should know better. So, yeah. Hola, may ka I
6: already said my piece.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, aside from, to add to what everyone else has, like, reiterated. Well, uh, I mean, coming from my first opinion, I guess you guys are right. And, I mean, I still stand by, I still stand by my, ano naman, statement na, There is actually room for everyone. I mean, it's just so happens. Yeah. Sad lang talaga na, you know. um, These are, parang she had to like rant pa about it. Uh, Ang
6: tawindav lang, parang lang. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess you can really get carried away with your emotions as well. But you know, it is what it is. Then we'll see what developments will arise. Uh, coming from this, uh, I think yeah. see si Angela sent like a link on Twitter pa about <laughs> something making fun of her. <laughs> so we'll they're bad. <laughs> Just
2: don't read them. <laughs> they're terrible.
0: <laughs> any last, uh, any last opinions on this? Okay, so it's uh, sad. Um, yeah, we'll...
3: Ag Ag here. Um, I might have to side with Trollo on this as well, because I think um to Trollo's point also, I think. It's just a coincidence that these women were people of colour. Cause they're the mainstream ones that we see now. Eh. Um, so but and I think there's also a double standard um against Lana. Cause people are saying that she glamorizes or romanticizes abuse, which for me na man isn't the case, but rather she kind of liberates the way she the way she writes her songs is very liberating. It really embraces the sexuality of Of the woman but then again as she is a white and rich woman she has that level of privilege that these people of color don't so she can just write whatever the hell she wants and people are gonna like it so yeah that's it um i but yeah but overall she has a point it's just the way she wrote it the way that she expressed it it was very candid it was very frank not in the way that was expected of her because like the way she is, she's a very graceful woman. So I just don't understand why the outburst had to happen. She probably didn't why...
0: run it by her publicist.
3: Yeah, probably. I
0: but I was, I'm was. i also thinking now was her including Ariana Grande an oversight, thinking Ariana Grande is a POC <laughs> because Ariana <laughs> Grande is posing as a POC? <laughs> or, parang ganun ka ano yung brandy Ariana Grande na, you know, Ariana Grande is actually white for people who are not familiar. And she yeah. does herself really I mean, just a lot. <laughs> so ayun, parang is she just dropping Ariana for the whiteness of it? Or like okay. the Ariana Grande's race is also like a big issue, I guess, to a lot of people. And yung her appropriation for a lot of like black culture, people are saying and Asian culture as well, with um the seven rings tattoo that she did before. So that's also a big question to be talked about. But not at this time, of course, because we have bigger fish to fry in this episode. So that's it for the Lana Del Rey issue. Aside from this, more content is about to be released from TWICE, Blackpink, RuPaul's Drag Race, Queer Eye. So it's going to be a lot of fun coming into Bride Month and a lot of content to watch out for here on Popcorn as well. With our upcoming RuPaul's Drag Race episode, talking about Season 12 finale and uh, a Thai BL episode as well after this. So a lot to watch out for. And uh, yun. so that leads us to our main topic of the episode, which is Carly Ray Jepsen. We are all part of the Iglesia ni Carly, Ooh. as we'd like to say. I don't know who... Uh, do you guys remember who like coined the term Iglesia oh, ni Carly? Sel and
6: I were talking about the, this the yeah, other day. Like, and we were like... Was it a pub room thing that got out of hand and then got released into Rappler and then the whole Philippines started saying it? We don't know. Because I know friends from UST who all say Goesh and Icarli, so
5: I think it was just divi- divinely inspired. We, yeah. all
1: just <laughs> agree.
5: we all just knew.
4: We all just knew. There was no source. <laughs> she, she is the source. Exactly. She's the prime, primary source. <laughs> she blessed us. I do us. have a
7: feeling that it's an Ateneo thing.
4: It is. But not I
7: entirely. Yeah. True. I wouldn't but
4: be surprised. I, but I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, because I don't everyone's want everyone's gonna ownership. get mad and be like, "Oh, at <laughs> <laughs> oh, the you know." So, Same. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> so,
7: <laughs> but so we know. <laughs> but
6: we we know just know way. that we're Iglesia ni Karlie. I think that's just.
0: Yeah. It. No, for sure. Yeah. But Ayon, let's get into that zone. Let's look yeah. back at October 23, twenty-three, twenty nine. The best day of my life. <laughs> I was life. born when the Philippines
4: peaked <laughs> as a country. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean that was the day or night that that the dedicated tour by Carly Jepsen happened here in the Philippines and I guess we were all there. Yep. Right? Yeah. That was just like Absolutely. a very cathartic experience for all of us. It was really like going to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your like memories of like that night? And you know,
4: um, I have a funny story about that. Go for it. Ben. Because because me and Mel were beside each other. Yes, and I, I drove him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which is, which is like the first time I ever rode with him, and he like hit a curb. But it. that's not the funny story. Wait,
1: what? <laughs> yeah, you like, like
5: went yeah, off the curb, Whatever. No, I was excited.
4: Um, I was too. Uh, so, uh, I'm like, I'm kind of a tall guy, right? So I could very clearly, like, hear what was happening on stage, see what was happening on stage. It was so funny to me because Carly would always have, like, a short introduction before each song. It was amazing to me that she, like, didn't really have a break for her voice, by the way. That's amazing. But whenever she would be about to introduce the song, the first thing I would hear would be everyone's reaction. You know, like, when she was about to sing Stories, she said that you know sometimes i just go to the store and then everyone there's this eruption you know and then i hear a male beside me what (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't hear (laughs) i couldn't hear anything and i would be like star star (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah that's one of my memories
7: can I share? Um, yes. I so had sad. a I had a midterm exam the next day because I'm taking my post-grad. So like the days when the when the concert tickets were being sold and like a couple of weeks before I was like I was frantically asking friends like should I go when I have a midterm and I need to study for, for labor law of all subjects. And then everyone was very pro-academic delinquency. They were like you should go. <laughs> and I actually when I remember I ran into Emil there and Emil was like buto you got to go diba? you have a midterm and I was like, man, it's not the only thing I tweet about now is my fears of I was
5: I was concerned, okay. <laughs>
1: but
7: it was worth it. It was worth it. Although my midterm was hard, it was absolutely worth it. And I was right next to Paula at the concert. So to see me very introverted person like yell out lyrics to songs losing
1: and her. dance along.
7: So that was a lot of
1: fun.
4: Uh,
6: simultaneously losing our minds over Carly, but yeah. that was totally fine.
4: I remember also the when we got off Emil's car and we're walking towards the venue, oh, yeah. we had to walk across like this uh, pedestrian. Across, oh, yeah, pedestrian lane. And literally, <laughs> as we went across, I kid you not, we ran into like 12 people we knew in a row. And since yeah. it was yeah, yeah, since it was a pedestrian lane, we yeah. had to get across quickly. So it was like hi hi
1: hi hi hi, and then
4: yeah. It's <laughs> like
5: a bigger. like a bigger reunion. Yeah. It was really good <laughs> well, it was
7: like ateneo, ateneo, ateneo,
6: ateneo, ateneo part ateneo. two.
4: <laughs> it was so so good. Our contingent
5: was so. It
6: was. Yeah. it was so funny because I had to go fetch my friend who was late, so I was going through the crowd and then I saw Emil, so I was like, hi! Why Emil! am I
5: always in these
1: stories?
6: I don't know, but you were in that story. So I was like, hi Emil, hi hi, and he was very nice and said hi, but he didn't say my name, so I just kept walking. Oh my
1: god! What? Wait wait no, I'm getting to the
6: funny part. Okay, wait for it. I'm not saying you're rude. It was just funny. Oh my god! No, I and then like. Months later, when we, I think the first time I saw, like, really talk to him after graduation, oh my God. was for Chotla's podcast for Star Wars, and then he said, "Like, oh, Paula, I haven't seen you since graduation," and I was like, oh, "We saw each other at the concert, <laughs> at, like the Carly Rae concert," and he was like oh, you're that person. <laughs> I just had this vague memory no, 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 no. of a person yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. coming towards him. Yeah, no, I remember so, that. I remember
5: in that. my defense, it was really dark from yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. where I we know. were. And remember, then it was really
5: noisy pa, and I just heard someone say, oh, hi. And like, I was just like, oh, you're here. And, like, <laughs> as soon as you left, I asked I asked the person next to me, like, who was that? <laughs> yeah.
4: I remember Sorry, that but, yeah. moment too and I just, I told them, like, I just assumed it was somebody you knew. <laughs> My bad. Anyway, yes, fun.
5: Yeah.
6: Have it was, it was
2: the question was so good. One. Yeah. It was I think it was like a great show of like uh how people really can come together. Not not just like in terms of um being being fans, but um I remember my 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 block and I, we hadn't seen each other in so long. Yeah. And we all we all kind of met up. And it was it was weird 'cause like Emile was like kind of a uh, everyone like orbited around him. He had like six groups of friends. Yes. It. Yes. So popular. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's why you're gonna story a Yeah. But it was so fun because like we saw each other, we met up. Um I was putting glitter on everybody. So because I was saying like if Carly Ray sees one of you it's because of my glitter. Um and it was so nice. And well, the nice part was like at one point I think in the third song, I was jumping up and down and because I was jumping, my back broke. Like, the strap fell off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, all my stuff spilled on the floor. And everyone around me, they were so nice. They stopped singing to help me pick up all my stuff. It was so sweet. I was just like, oh my god, I don't even know you. But I've seen you in school, so you're probably at (laughs) the (laughs) Athenian.
0: You know, it would have been so fun if it were those people wearing the too much outfits where you pick your stuff up.
2: That's true. They were so cool. Yeah. But yeah, oh, yeah,
0: I agree. I mean like it was such like a communal experience yes. na you know you didn't know everyone there. I mean you probably knew like half the people in that uh, venue. Yeah.
1: But or you know some of them thwether.
6: were Athenians.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like ang saya lang ng feeling na lahat kayo sama-sama lang sa isang place and yeah. you know just enjoying it's like actually going to church and singing church songs and like... And it was the
7: kind of thing that everyone knew all the words and the second voices at the same yeah. time. It was just like, man, these are like real fans. That like made it extra fun.
3: Yeah, again, Hear me, Jesus. But my favorite... Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the way that Carly... Yeah, and the way that Carly was also hiding up a- The crowd. She's like pointing to people. Oh my God, Sholo! When she pointed at you, see it happened. 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 She pointed twice in our area. The second time was during "Let's Get Lost." I have it on camera, legit. I thought she was pointing at me, but she was pointing at March. So (laughs) (laughs) So the delusional in me was crying during the concert. But either way, it was really, really fun. Really, really fun concert overall. Like I don't know, just the way that. The, just this energy that she gives, you know, that she's very passionate about it. Um, and it's what she loves, it, and it's like, it really comes from her heart. So I think that's one of the best concerts that I've been to ever.
0: Yung parang feeling na nasa araneta tayo, pero nasa new
7: frontier. <laughs> <new> front <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> I mean, the scale of it and the feeling of like how big it was. Given the like uh, how small the venue actually was, this made it more intimate and like more yeah. fun. Yes. And okay. just like so amazing. And Emil wants to like fighting me about that photo where I think I I was there and he was just like jealous, no okay. you just, you just wanna believe. I saw it. myself also <laughs> in
3: that photo. I know what you look <laughs> 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 anyway. yeah.
0: well check it out on Carly's Instagram. I am somewhere yeah. there.
1: Sorry, I'm somewhere
3: there also.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys remember when you actually entered INC?
1: <laughs> INC, talaga. <laughs> I mean,
0: when you when you first like. I mean, of course, everyone was part of the whole "Call Me Maybe" movement, and you know, after that, everyone just started branding her as. That
6: was our batch, mean. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, it was and, a "Call and Me and Maybe" Angela. girl, Uh-oh. and I mean, the emotion kasi was a completely different album yeah. altogether. And actually it was Carly's Emotion was recommended to me by a friend, si Kevin. And yun nga, since then we we watched the first emotion tour here. And then di siya shad kangala in our circles or even on Twitter. But you we were like, kasi parang I think there was something wrong with her marketing skills at that time. That Parang Hindi super out there and then she did the concert na before the album was even like big yet. Yeah. So, parang it was kind of like a reverse thing, na promoting the album through the concert. I think so. It, it was kind of like a weird phase for me, but
1: What's I that, in Moa?
0: that was in Araneta, 2015, oh, yeah, and I think since then, talaga, I was really impressed by all the songs and how catchy they were. And now we're here. <coughs> what about
3: you guys? Celebrating. <laughs> Uh, I agree also because um, I've been a big fan of Carly since um her Tug of Four Days. Since wow. way before she was way before like I used to watch a lot of Canadian Idol. I don't know. I just came across Canadian Idol. That was so I don't know. I was a fan of Carly Rain and on. Did you actually comedy. watch her season? Well, no, because I was too young at that time. <laughs> so uh it was more of like uh on YouTube because people uploaded clips on YouTube and it's like, oh, this girl is so interesting or whatever. Then, um, then, know, yeah, then Call Me Maybe came out Then she became an instant one-hit wonder as people claim her to be. Then she became this, um, cultural, this cultural icon with emotion. So, I don't know, just, I'm just really, really happy to see the growth that she has now. So, Yeah. I mm-hmm. think it were
0: one of the biggest stands at that time in the ACOM room at the very Oh,
3: yeah. Like,
0: was Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else. How about you guys?
6: She was very big in the pub room, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> in very in very heights. In she was just very. Like, we like would play her songs just to boost the mood, ganyan, ganyan, along with Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So it's like a simultaneous thing for those. But yeah, parang college. I think I got into her in college, but didn't really like super get into her until Emotionside Emotion Side B actually. Parang mas luno ako naging fan. And by that time, I was working, and Emotion Side B had has this really like special place to me because it was I was just like a new employee at the time, but it was what got me to be really close friends with my best friends in the in my office. So if it weren't for emotion side B I don't know what would have gotten us all together as a group a friend group so I, I have a very like strong attachment to emotion side be B because of-
7: Actually jumping off the whole thing about the pub room, because I remember that people in Heights were like were part of the Iglesian the Carly Ray Heights chapter. So I was like, so that's what got me curious chapter. about Carly am Like <laughs> some sub chapter. It's, but from like <laughs> it's just like a sub org kind For of or- thing. <laughs> That's what made me go, okay if people Fortment
1: are so pa- <laughs> <different>. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah
7: just so my
3: VP for Carly Rae.
7: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at this point given the number of attendees at the concert. But yeah, the fact that people wanted to organize under the term English ni Carly Rae was like, I think I should give this give this a listen. And then I heard emotion as in the song and that's what really got me into Carly Rae.
0: Angela, Dren, and Emil.
2: Um, for me, because I was, uh, I was, uh, Call Me Maybe came out when I was a rookie on the softball team. And um, yeah, and uh, as per every varsity tradition, you kind of haze your rookies. Um, so, <laughs> when, and like as a team, we, we, we kind of made, like, we, we, we did dance it, sing it, and you know, I actually found it like very fun. Um, and after that, like, it, it died down a bit for me. And then I had a. This is so dumb. This is really dumb. But I had a had a really bad crush on one of my Inlet classmates. And (laughs) oh, this is so long ago. This is so gross. (laughs) Um,
1: But
2: (laughs) this is so gross. But um, and then I like um, when Inlet ended. You know, when when the year ended. Um, like I listened to some songs from. Uh, the 2012 album, I think yes. I think I listened to it tonight. I'm getting over you, and that yeah. was like, oh, this is oh my God, I love that song.
1: Yeah. Another <laughs> like, oh pop.
2: God. Yeah, and I was like, she just understands me, you know? Yeah. So I watched <laughs> 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 And I, it was like, it was gross. I was 18 it's and weird. I had a first college crash. It was disgusting. <laughs> 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 oh my Looking back at it, it's so gross. But yeah, and you know, just, it helped. Like, it helped to listen to it. And then when Emotion came out, um, I, was, I was active in Sangu. Um, and one of my close friends in Sangu, uh, he, he really liked Runaway away with me. And he would drive me home to the dorm if we'd eat out. And we'd listen to that over and over. And so I got into the album and then ever since then I was just really like, I, I need to follow this woman. She, she is my savior. Um, like, like for me hence iglesia Carly <laughs> yeah.
0: I like, mean I'm, it's like a ray of light talaga na parang, yeah. you know you just feel good and you just like can relate so much to it
1: mm-hmm. to
0: her songs
2: exactly yeah like everything was nice like um after Runaway With Me I would listen to it. the next song I really got attached to was Let's Get Lost because it was I had another crush at the time. Like every year, I have a crush. (laughs) (laughs)
6: There's just a Carly Rae song attached to every crush in my life.
2: So it's great. It's like so. I was just like, you know, this is is a good one to like imagine myself with that person, and it was fun. Like it was, it was just it was like she just was able to tap into so much of my of what was going on with my life that I felt like she was really speaking to me um, directly. Um, so I felt like uh, the Messiah was directly um, communicating with <laughs> me. <laughs> so yeah, th- th- I think that's how it started, and ever since then, I was just like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, like, yeah. Um, for
5: for me, Naman, I feel like I owe a lot to Carly Rae, just because, like, she she was essentially my gateway into pop music in general. Because before listening to her, I did not listen to pop music. <laughs> um like throughout high school and mostly college also like rock music was like really my thing um i tried out for amp in first year and i, did, I oh didn't oh my get in. god
1: you <laughs> did yeah i did <laughs> i didn't yeah.
5: know that
6: about you I, I was i was
5: in a band in in high school and and stuff like that so i don't know like i i just never really opened myself up to it and then i only listened to emotion maybe like almost a year after it came out and it was just like on a youtube playlist or whatever and i as soon as, like, the first notes of that saxophone in Runaway With Me play, you're just, like, in it for life. Like, that's it. Um, and from there, parang, that was the first time... I mean, obviously, I had listened to pop music before, like, here and there. But that was the first time I really sort of, quote-unquote, got it. Parang, mm. it's appeal, it's the artistry. Niya. Because obviously, when you're, like, this you know, edgy kid in high school, and you believe you believe that, like, guitar solos are, like, the measure for quality of music. <laughs> but then, like, again, like, hearing... Like, pop music that was so, like, focused and, and unpretentious and just, for some reason, spoke to me as well. Like, really just opened the floodgates. And now, like, the thing I listen to the most now is pop music.
7: So, yeah. yeah. like all the memories of Carly we are very org-specific. <laughs> <laughs> My chapter is like a per-org, guys.
1: Um, Actually,
3: yeah. Cholo and I had plans of filming, like, a Runaway With Me video that never happened. True. <laughs> 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 Well, no, kami lang, he was ah, okay. in get, cause he was in get with like the when the music video came out, he was he was like super hung up. Cause that was the period when he was like traveling here and there, ganon. And kami magkasama, cause we always go home together.
1: So yeah.
3: <laughs> so we we made plans, sana, of filming a runaway with me video, but it never. Sana all
0: moments, ganon.
3: Yeah,
0: that video is like very sana all na. Oh my gosh, sana may travel <laughs> Grandika, <laughs> we me anecdote ka rin
4: ba LFC edition. <laughs> <laughs> That's another
6: org. Uh, no,
4: unfortunately Carly Rae was never like massive in in LFC until I guess after I graduated. But uh how I got into Carly Rae because when I heard call me maybe for the first time, I was one of those guys in high school that didn't. I never really had that like edgy like music phase. I was just kind of like... calling
6: you out, Emil.
4: <laughs> I just kind of like like pop music, like like even when like K-pop at the time was also like not popular. It was like Wonder Girls and Super Junior. I still like those songs, and uh, so my music was always trash, basically. Like, Quote unquote trash, pop trash. Um, so I I like uh Komi maybe, and then I watched. Uh, the I really like You music video because of Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how I. That's how I learned of the entire album Emotion. That yeah, seemed like everyone else after I heard. I really like you. I wanted to listen to the whole album. Listen to the whole thing, and it was just amazing. So,
0: yeah. But I don't know. It's so weird to me that how Ateneo specific she can be or she can't <laughs> no because no listen to me listen to me because I, I swear all this I don't want to turn this is, into an the thing no 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 because when I got out of college and started my first job I was like raving all about Carly Rae Jepsen to my office mates and one of them is from Lasal. some of them are from other schools as well. And they
1: were like, yeah, what is this whole,
0: schools? what is all these, <laughs> oh <problems? my. laughs> what is all this craze you're talking about? It, nev- it was never a thing in our school. Parang is it just an Ateneo thing? They they would ask me eh? and I was like, I don't know, I just, I just kind of like felt like everyone was in on it in general without the school attached to it. But now that we, re- parang now that I realize it, parang malaking nga talaga yung, contingent in Ateneo of Carly (laughs) Ray
4: fans. So I don't know why...
1: I I, I would like to
4: say though (laughs) that when I remember... Uh, her, her concert happened on a work day. So I took a leave to go to the concert. Nag-leave and when I got ka? to the yeah, I went when I yeah, got so to my, I, I swear half my office was there. Literally half my office. <laughs> and they were from just, just saying they're from like LaSalle different schools. Okay, Same okay.
6: like my office mates also they're from UP, from USD, from LaSalle. So I, I can't really say that it's like an, a tennis. Maybe it's just thing. because I feel like so many there. of
0: the people I know are in it. Nah, parang you know, you feel strong. Me, Maybe
6: but, it's because yeah. most of the people you know are from
0: uh, Ateneo. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I'd I like to believe I know other schools also. And they just <laughs> don't like Carly Ray in the same way I do. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Grabe.
0: <laughs> it's <just> a question <laughs> of
7: possession pala. Yes. <laughs>
3: Gate, <laughs> gatekeeper ka pala um, lang. Yeah. Naman, <laughs> naman. Well, pero But I was trying to spread the word <laughs> <laughs> around.
0: <laughs> and yeah, Spread like an, yeah, Charlie, like an apostle.
3: <laughs> exactly like an apostle. Exactly. Iglesia na daw,
0: The disciples of Carly Rae. Carly Rae's
3: witnesses.
0: I don't know. It's just like, I want not know. Maybe it's in my group of uh, friends that they weren't really into it as much as, I guess, your office mate. So, it's just like a weird thing to me. But anyway, let's not make it about us. <laughs> let's make it yes. about Although, <laughs> Let's make it about her. <laughs> and uh, I mean what what do you think makes Cardi Ray such a beloved oh, no. figure
4: right now?
1: <laughs> a few
4: hours later. <laughs> uh, um, per- personally, like I think and I, I don't mean to like say as if like she's the only artist who does this, but for whatever reason, obviously she has a very Relatively compared to other music artists um, in in the U.S., especially, relatively small audience base that connects with her music in a way that we. Well, it's actually very similar to what we've been talking about. That it feels like she's talking directly to the people that are listening. For me personally, when when she sings uh, songs like, I'm not gonna talk about the newest album yet, but like in "Emotion," for example, like "Let's Get Lost" or in and dedicated, like "Want You in My Room." Those songs felt like, to me at least, that it was my words. Like the lyrics were what I would be thinking. Mm-hmm. To me, that was like insane because I didn't understand how she could like possibly know <laughs> what uh, what I he was. He is like, our like, savior. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like she was reading my mind. So that's <laughs> that's why I love her music.
7: El, you
2: wanna go?
7: Um, I think that what's interesting then about Carly is that she really, there's something about her that inspires people to write about her and to talk about her at, like, academic discourse levels. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of crazy, like, when when Side B came out and, like, Twitter was already, like, analyzing every single lyric that she was coming up with. And I don't think I see that with other artists. And, like, for example, there's so many, like, essays and even poetry written about her. Um, like if you've heard of Hanif Abdurraqib, his essay, he wrote an essay about Carly called um, Carly Rae and Her Kingdom of Desire. So she inspires that kind of discourse from people. And even a while ago, um, before the start, we are talking about Rina Sawayama. She actually name drops Carly in one of her songs in Bad Friend, where she talks about yeah. the experience of um, jamming to Carly at a karaoke with her friends. So I think that's what's really great about Carly is that there's something about her that you just want to talk about her, like what we're doing now.
0: I mean, it really pulls you in, and you know, you guys were saying how much, how dedicated, like, fun, no pun intended, how dedicated <laughs> her fan base is to <laughs> well, the movement of Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh you know, ever since the beginning of time on on Popcorn, like it's all about. <laughs> like, the
7: beginning of time <laughs> itself. I remember like,
6: episode,
0: I think it was episode one or two, or like some of those early I'm episodes. I'm sure we
6: talked about her. Nah,
0: we were but... talking about too much, palang and. You know, just the fact that we just constantly, like, want to put the word out there, the good word out there for her. And, you know, parang, it's so relatable kasi talaga na you feel like it's you, you feel like you're being spoken to, but you also feel like it's you who's saying it, and you can put yourself into her shoes, and she has that magic, I guess.
3: Yeah, kind of like Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift has that magic of like being able to translate to put into songs like stuff that you can't say outright, but you know you're feeling it. And she also has that level of um, likability because she's not like an in your face. I'm a pop star. She she comes off as like a friend. She's very simple. She's very um, and she's very likable and she's very quirky also. And I think the fact then that the way that she Writes her songwriting process and even th- how it translates to her to her tracks. Um, it's intimate. It's it's in a way very raw, but it's masked under carefree, quirky, pop-friendly tunes. So, yeah, I think that's what makes her very special, at least for me, because she's very relatable and she's very likable. Yeah,
0: Dren? Oh, the uh, third
4: speak. Uh, oh. but. Just, just to, uh, what do you call this, um, talk more about what AJ was saying. Actually, when, when we were talking about how like, uh, you know, people write essays about her music, they actually the only other artist that came into my mind that I've seen people do that for is Taylor Swift. Although I do think that, obviously, they sound very different. Yeah. I, thinking yeah. about it more, actually, I think the way the fans of Taylor Swift talk about her is actually very similar to the way fans of Carly Rae talk about her also. So that's interesting. Yeah.
7: I'd As like I mean, to propose oh, a counterpoint to that though um, Ooh, I think that's th- no, the thing with Taylor Swift's music is that there's a certain meanness to it so yeah, I mean. there's like the center <laughs> of her music is always her like we know that those are her experiences which isn't necessarily a bad thing but the thing with Carly's is that she really like decenters herself so you can place yourself in her songs yeah. or it really feels like your friend who's just like sharing her ca- not to you or something like that so <laughs> I think it's really that or that, like, makes Carly mm-hmm. Rae a lot yeah. different from most of the pop stars. Like, she doesn't really make herself the center of her own music, if that makes mm-hmm.
0: sense. I actually mm-hmm. must agree with you as a Taylor Swift fan myself. <laughs> like, you really know what Taylor Swift wants to talk about, and it happens to be relatable yeah. to a lot of people. And I guess that's also what I like about Taylor's music naman din, uh, you know, that... There's some sort of meanness within you, even though you want to be such a good person. And sometimes you just have to let it out because you feel so annoyed, you feel so attacked. Sometimes by the whole world, and you just have to let it out. But I agree, with the Carly sentiment. that it does come off like as a lighter version of Taylor Swift, which is a good thing. And um, I guess it's also the underdog story. na coming from Carly Rae Jepsen herself. Nah, you know everyone. Maybe the mainstream uh, consciousness is she's the Call Me Maybe Girl. But to us, to her loving disciples, she's really like overcome that uh, overcome that one-hit wonder connotation. And we just mm-hmm. like, she just keeps on getting better and better. And Call Me Maybe itself was a really good song naman talaga.
3: Yeah. I mean,
0: without the whole yeah. one-hit wonder thing. I mean, how do we... How, how do you go about that discourse whenever you uh, try to recommend Carly to someone and they're going to be like, oh, isn't she just like the call me maybe girl?
6: It was so funny because I think it was two days before the Carly concert, I was... Um, at an edit for a commercial we were doing and I was telling my boss and our director that I was so excited to go to the concert ganyan, ganyan. and they asked like, oh, which concert is this? Which big artist? Parang I don't know anyone who's coming to the Philippines and I said, what's oh, Carly Rae Jepsen? And they were like really hard on judging me. Like, what <laughs> the call me maybe girl? You like her? And I was like so offended like to the core <laughs> and I just had to explain to them that she's done more than just like, Call Me Maybe, and, like, Call Me Maybe, again, isn't a bad song, but I don't understand why Ngaren, her music doesn't, like, penetrate, like, the pop, um what do you call this, the pop charts, so that it, she doesn't really go super mainstream outside of the audience that she has already captured, I guess, especially for, like, the older generation who really just know her as the Call Me Maybe girl, but, well, what I do is, because they're my office mates, I blast Carly Ray like, <laughs> loudly on my computer when work hours are done and my boss is still beside me, just like passive aggressively trying to get her <laughs> to listen to the music. And it worked because like one of our other like Tito bosses in the office, like a month after, because uh, we me and like my group of friends at work, we all kind of came in all at the, all at the same time, and we were all big Carly Ray fans. Like two months after we got in, he just comes to us at to us at a random lunchtime and goes like Guys, I listened to emotion and you were right. And it was like the best thing that has ever happened to us. And still probably is the best thing that ever happened to us in that office. So I guess, yeah, i just passive aggressively try to the get people of to listen to Carly Ray. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So that's how I got and my brother also to listen to her, just loudly blasting the music. Actually, I think it's the room.
0: same in my family. Cause whenever we'd have long drives to the province, I'd be constantly playing Emotion. And they just all got into it. And then, even when Dedicated got released, side B, they um, na sila without me telling them. So I guess yeah. it really just like caught on to everyone. And it's really like an infectious kind of thing, Na when you start listening to it and realize na oh, I was wrong, my pre- preconceived notions of what she was and what her music is, is like, all gone and this is what I love now and I think I guess to answer Paula's question on in my opinion it was also a sense of the marketing for Emotion that they started with mm-hmm. I Really Like You which is very the same level as Call Me Maybe in terms of like novelty yeah. I feel and the music video as well now with Justin Bieber and Tom Hanks that really didn't capture the whole album of Emotion and yeah. that being the lead single didn't really help the emotion movement, I think, as compared to if you would have Runaway With Me, which was the second single, as the first single, then that would have, like, introduced, I think, a larger segment of the audience to her. Because it you, turn off yung mga ibang tao na does not like cheesy pop or novelty pop with I Really Like You. So I guess that's one of the reasons that it's really a marketing decision on my, parang coming from that uh, perspective. Anyone else have thoughts on the commie maybe thing?
3: Um, none for me, just the fact that she was robbed of a Grammy for emotion.
1: Yeah, <laughs> why watch
3: it? Yeah. <laughs> she was really robbed.
0: Was it's she not, like mis- or-
5: not even? Oh, right? yeah,
0: yeah. It's kind of like how Tatiana Maslani was snubbed for the Emmys as well. But well, she won an Emmy eventually. She did, but like one of the best seasons, yata had a snub in like. What is wrong with Canadians and not being nominated? Hey, we love Canadians. They just happened to be Canadians and they didn't get nominated. They got snubbed and they got robbed. But anyway, moving forward, before we head to our review of Dedicated Side B, I'd want to ask parang, what are your ultimate faves from the emotion and Dedicated Side A eras? And maybe tag so of four also. AG. I mean,
5: kind a few lang from each person oh no i have an easy answer. I feel like like I already like it's never changed. It's always been run away with me for me mm-hmm. uh just because I feel like most music in general could benefit from saxophone, and also Agreed. it's just like the it's like the biggest chorus like ever like when you hear that, it's just yeah um well i i mean i I love all her stuff i think i mean, just to get ahead of myself a little bit, I think dedicated side b is like her best like full length project. Talaga. Um but whenever I whenever there's like a bracket na parang rant the Carly Ray songs or whatever, like even before I start I'm already like, it's run away with me. Like I have too much sentimental attachment to it. Um, it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And it really takes me to the feeling, as the song says. Like yes, once you hear. You- <laughs> You're just
6: going
1: to
0: keep inserting
6: yeah, her lyrics. Yeah, I will.
5: <laughs> okay, note that. This is too much. This is too much, Jola.
0: <laughs> sorry. Um, but I agree with Emil also, but I guess one of my ultimate favorites would be your type. Like, oh
1: my God, yes. When that blasts
0: <laughs> my car, I just feel that so much. Parang, I cry every time. I don't know, like, I don't really hurt in life for me to want to think that. <laughs> but you really want to, like, sing it out loud and scream it out loud and feel the emotion of your type. And, parang for me, I, I like the video, but it didn't really capture the emotion of that song for me. But like, it it's just so good for me to like, I don't know. That that song is like wow. Feel na feel ko talaga yung song na yan. and uh, you know you want to sing it to someone. Hindi ka gusto kung may panahon man na But even without that, you just feel it, and it's just one of my ultimates for me. I think Paula feels the I same feel and PG. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Like you know, your I found your type because I uh, I, listened, I was listening to your type at the at the time. Nah, I was like super balew over this boy. Try to know who this person is. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, yeah, I agree also that your type has that way of, you know, again going back to the idea that Carly Rae is ball and because that she she puts out content that feels like you wrote it. Um, yeah, you know, your type has that feeling, but for me, I, I would also have to agree with Emil. "Na Run Away with Me" is easily her best song ever, because mm-hmm. yeah, it's very explosive, and in a way, it also takes you through a journey of, I don't know, like being somewhere and just like, I like how I would imagine myself, like how Carly Rae did it in her music video, like running around the streets of Italy getting lost in japan so it really has that idea so yeah finally with me god (laughs) dear
6: so uh, yeah i it's your type from that from emotion for me um like angela was saying earlier that you attach certain songs to people like your type was very much that no. so that's not Chodo, you know what i'm talking about so that's for,
1: not
5: for the after hours
0: yeah
1: so
6: your type was that for me and emotion and then for dedicated naman it was too much again, like, with the same person. <laughs> so it was just very frustrating to me. Like, <laughs> when Like, stop yeah. putting, like, my feelings out there. But, yeah, it's...
0: Too much is also just really good. I agree with you. Mm-hmm.
6: Because when I'm, like, very I am you, then I love you too much. Oh, my God! <laughs> I, I don't have the words to properly explain myself because Carly already put out the words <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me. Oh, it's because of the, the feeling. Song, like, it's hope. not in an album, but um, yeah, yeah. it's just such a jam that I, every time it plays, pareng, it just makes me feel good about life. And that's a nice feeling to have.
2: I think I'm jumping off everyone else, like uh, your type. It, that's interesting. It's not my favorite, but it's like, uh, of course, there's always a person, um, which is another year. But it's funny because I send it to the person oh my um, god and, wow yeah I was like this oh, is, is- an like yeah. <laughs> for every
7: person yes. that talks
2: about your type <laughs> like I send it to them and they were like oh my god Angela and I was just like yeah and then we didn't talk for like two weeks it was weird um, but <laughs> oh no yeah <laughs> so that was you a good <laughs> <nothing>. <laughs> yeah. um, we but, have, like, work. <laughs> but, have work
1: like have work
2: yeah yeah but I agree runaway with me is like um, iconic like there's just yeah. something so euphoric about mm-hmm. that opening segment um and the chorus like you guys said is is so big like there's such a there's such a largeness to it that you really can't encapsulate um but for me my favorite song is really um real love um so <laughs> oh, when she oh, oh like <laughs> it's <laughs> just a collective oh. <laughs> Like when she sang it um, in the ongar, right? That's the first song she yes, sang. Yes, that's the first like, song. I fell to the floor and I was crying, yeah. and I felt like I was praying. It was great, um, and because like uh, I wrote a whole essay about about um, this album um, and Carly in general. It was like three thousand words. My boss was like, "That's too long. No one's gonna read it." So I had to cut it down. But, it deserves
5: like, a side I, B of its own.
2: We would, we would.
5: Footnotes, footnotes.
2: It, it was like um, I, I talked about how because You love is a lot of repetition. Um, and a lot of her songs are very repetitive, but, like, it doesn't feel like she regrets. It's like no. a force of, like, this courage of admitting something. And it's, like, it feels so Angela, good. Angela, to-
0: sorry. Can you repeat that? Because you're Oh,
2: I'm so sorry. Yeah, but, like, that repetition feels like it's just, like, a, this courageous outburst that you are willing into the world suddenly. And it just feels so good to say. So, you keep saying it and saying and it. It becomes more and more real to you. And it feels so good. And as someone who's very marupok, um, like, I... Uh, <laughs> she Same! Like, <laughs> she, like, makes <laughs> anthems for me. Like, every song she makes feels celebratory of even small things. Like, you know how people brush away that idea of very sophomoric, very young, ugly teenage love, or, like, that infatuation phase of a crush? People make that very small. They, 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 they say it's like, oh, it's nothing. It doesn't deserve to be art. But Carly Rae doesn't really give a shit. um, and she makes it art anyway. And that sort of legitimizes that feeling of falling in love even in the most, I guess, in the most uh, childish way. Uh, and and I love that. Like I love that about it. and it's just it's just it just feels like a burst of courage every time to be to be confessing that much. Like music can be super confessional, but she mm-hmm. takes it to another level because she brings you along with her. Like I never feel alone when I listen to her.
4: Oh man, I I don't want to go anymore. I <laughs> was, like, that was so right. good.
6: I'm so glad I went before Damn. her. That was so
1: good.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like this song because it sounds good. it's like terrible, <laughs> terrible. Uh, for for me from emotion, I yeah I agree. Your type. I feel like your type was like the the like a song that I played so much. But I eventually, uh, not not graduated. I still love the song and, and everything. But like my where i was in life like it changed or that which is so interesting because i think that's something that happens like for me at least exclusively with carly ray it's like i really relate to a different song depending on what's happening in my life so for me right now yeah, yeah. with um with emotion it's when i needed you mm. because yeah the the chorus of when this is like something that i don't think a lot of like uh musical artists do right now but in the chorus, the first line is, I wish that I could change, not for me, but for you. And then later on in the chorus she says, But I know that I'm never gonna change for you. So for me, that's like it, it's so it's so like You're so like it's it's it captured that feeling for me of like being so desperate for somebody to like you and then realizing that it's not worth it. Which I think is like so powerful. And then for dedicated Naman, similar reason, it's the sound because the, of the line Love is, telling, is more than telling me that you want it. Because you're in search of a more real love, like what Angela said. So, yeah. Oh, See, I shouldn't have gone last. <laughs> Why did I complain?
1: Estelle still
7: hasn't uh, cell,
4: yeah.
7: Well, for me, oh. I think anyone who knows me knows that I'm a huge fan of Julian. Uh, it's because I'm always constantly floored when I hear the line I'm forever haunted by our time and that's because I remember reading an essay about Carly Rae and which that like her thesis statement as an artist is that desire is as much about the feeling itself as it is about the object so it's really about like reveling in that feeling and if you notice um, she's not really haunted by Julian in the song it's actually just their time together like we don't know anything about Julian but the song is more of like her own introspection and we learn about more her
5: more than the actual object that she's
7: pining for. That's why I, I really, really love that song. See? I told you all about Cell. <laughs> right, right? I, I hyped her up well. Okay. The
5: number i number one,
0: one caller. To be here. Thank God I didn't My go mother. last. Jesus. yung know the... The order, order. Uh, yeah, order. order of opinions in the next track.
4: <laughs> oh I God. think
2: it's a very povedon thing to be like, actually.
7: <laughs> but
4: if you think about it. Yeah,
7: surprise, me and Angela are high school batchmates.
2: That's so cute. I love you, mom. She's my biological mother. But I mean, stop, by. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Even if Angela's like two months older than me, yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's a whole nother story. So... <laughs>
0: Mamaya explained explain you after the show.
7: Um, yeah, and, um, I think you know, it's nice
6: then to mention like during the co- because we were all like hyping up your type kanina um, when the when she was going to start her encore, everybody was just screaming yeah. for hey, your, your type, type. Yeah. and it and didn't she... happen. <laughs> but yeah, you
5: they know, probably didn't rehearse it. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly.
6: it's I, true, but I guess like it's nice that she knows how much that song kind of
1: touches yes. most I,
2: of I it. have an analysis about that um, actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually. I love it because <laughs> you know how she, she left the stage right and then people started like getting really hyped and saying your type your type yeah. and then your type is like a song about you know um, sort of you you lose someone right you you um, how do I say this you it's like a particularly very heartbreaking song that talks about how you're just a friend to a person you're in love with and you, you confront them about that. You say, um, you, you let them break your heart and start again. Um, so instead of doing that, she, she opens with real love. And then so it's like, it's like a progression. She's like, a, no, I'm, I'm over this stage in my life where I would let someone hurt me again voluntarily. And instead, I will admit that I don't know anything about real love, but I still want it. Okay, I'm gonna
5: go now. I can't believe you reviewed the concept. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
4: No, I mean like wow, wow in like, uh, like a...
2: Yeah, no, like a good way, yeah. Yeah,
5: like
4: yeah,
2: really yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. My brain. <laughs>
4: yeah,
5: Dren, Dren and I are going first next time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Kaya ako> I'm <ino-una laughs>
0: eh, ano- Yeah, <laughs> my bad. Anyway, yeah. uh, I mean, <laughs> I guess <laughs> really the whole I mean, the whole discography talaga is really something worth raving about. Like, even if someone tweeted yesterday, Pam, one of our friends, asking for recommendations yeah. of how to get <laughs> into <laughs> INC. And it, my recommendations were... Uh, it was like two Iglesia weeks ni Carly, yeah. by the way. <laughs>
5: yeah, just call if you're, just, if you're listening to this. Just to be clear. Yeah, just to be clear. <laughs> That's clear. the
0: title of this episode. Naman. So, INC.
1: <laughs> INC. Uh,
0: but yeah, I mean, it's really something worth raving about and has a different experience per song. And when you listen to it live, or whether you listen to it on the record on Spotify or wherever you listen, it's just really something different. And because of that, we will head on to our review of Dedicated Side B, which is the latest release. It's gonna take so uh, long. This is going to take so we long. We don't know how long this will take, so bear <laughs> Two with Two more it. hours. <laughs> but uh, general thoughts, I guess for me, I still can't believe she released like a full length album. Um, oh. Side we, With the news of Side B, we were just thinking that, okay, it's like five, five six tracks long yeah. and might have included Let's Be Friends, which we've already released. Yeah. But
1: yeah. when I saw the
0: track list that at 8 p.m. last time, I was like, wow, 12, 12 tracks is going to be something different and something super exciting. And like 43 minutes after, it's like pure perfection for me. Na parang, I was partying for one alone in my room and forgot we had problems in this <laughs> room. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep on dropping these no. lyrics. And it was just really something that takes you out of your body and into the world of dance and like emotion feeling. and like just feeling. Cut to the feeling? <laughs> yeah, you just wanna cut to the feeling. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just really that parang it takes you with her on that journey and Yeah, it's just really something I super enjoyed. I didn't even notice 43 minutes passed by Mm. and we were all live tweeting. Paula and I were also (laughs) chatting with each other right on the spot. It's um, an amazing thing for me, which we'll dive into after everyone else gives their thought.
6: I remember being like three songs in and I was messaging Cholo. I already think I like this way more than dedication. I dedicated because, <laughs> I don't know, there was just, sorry,
7: sorry, yes. sorry.
6: sorry, but yeah, I, I I don't know, there was just something about all three of those songs that immediately got to me and that's what na parang you don't feel like any time has passed, it's just, it was such an experience and we talk about this with a lot of pop culture things about it being an experience rather than just like this one thing. And it was very nice to see my whole Twitter timeline kind of partying Explode. together, even though we were all apart. <laughs> it was this nice feeling of community, I guess. Like even even when I was like listening to, on Spotify, and I could see all my friend activities, and it was all Carly Rae. And even though we were all on different songs, it just felt like we were there together in one place. Yeah. And we haven't felt that way Since in October. such a long time. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like we. Since we can't physically be together, having that experience of like virtual community for this one thing felt really great, and you know, it it was something I knew that I could talk about with everyone else the day after, and they would kind of experience they kind of experienced it too, so that was nice.
0: And I guess to add one more thing, na parang. You know, it wasn't really pre-announced, it was only announced like the day before, but everyone was on time and everyone was just listening all at the same time. It was such a party and like communal experience, similar to the concert, like a spiritual sequel at home when everyone's together. So it's just really fun.
7: I think my reading, I, I've told Paul this, but my reading of Side B is that it's like the physical touch me counterpart to the emotions and the longing of Dedicated. Like if I were to pinpoint like the heart of Dedicated, it would either be uh, Julian's I'm forever haunted by our time or too much because because um, if I love you then I love you too much but for side B it's more of the my home is your body how can I stay away which I will rave about later because I swear that's lyrical genius so it's just so interesting how it's really two sides of the same feeling so it's the same longing but side B is more of the physical manifestation of it so it's a literal side B to dedicate it so you know her mind and all
2: that. genius
4: same yeah. I was about to say that like oh crap I forgot to go first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah what she said. I yeah. had the exact same thoughts. <laughs> word <for> word.
7: <laughs> Thank you for affirming me.
4: <laughs> no, but honestly when when it first came out, um I remember just like uh literally just lying in my bed listening to the whole thing start to finish. And at this point like I feel like I've listened to the whole album like at least a dozen times and it just it never like the emotions when you hear her music are always as fresh as the first time you heard her music which is incredible to me so yeah
0: and i think just one last thing before we head to the track by track review i think it's just like proof of how great she is this is a side B and the fact that it's a side B and it could be this good and these are like na na tracks, quote-unquote, Yeah. Would be like, wow, how much more is she hiding from us? I mean, it is a known fact that she writes like a hundred songs per album. Which is like 200, 12 yeah. songs to release. But, you know, the fact that this is called side B and marketed as side B, but like it's a whole album on its own that's still pretty solid without like even having to listen to Side A, parang it's just really proof of her genius and her, parang how good she is with her music and her likability and everything. And the whole community at, at the same time, na, the experience na it makes you feel. So uh, with that, we will go to a track-by-track track review of this whole album, Are You All Ready? <sighs> no, no. <Our, laughs> Our Taylor Swift episode, yata was like two hours and a half, so this should be. Oh my god! Oh
1: my god!
0: I guess it's open with "This Love Isn't Crazy" because it's the first track and it's the current single from Carly. Um, for me, it's like a really good opening act. it gets you into the mood and the anthem. Parang the anthemic vibe to it. I think AG feels the same. Um, he's kind of AFK he's right now, but I think. Now, yeah he feels the same way about this song uh, you know, it's just like gets you into the zone and really starts it right and gives the mood of what to expect the whole time.
4: Yeah, and if you if you watch the uh, lyric video of it, it's kind of like a small making of also. Uh-huh. It gives you yeah. a little like insight into how she makes her music. And it is all very, it seems very natural. It's really just her Jamming with all the other like producers and everything, having fun with it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a really strong opening track. Already, like, uh, her emotions like already shine through, like what you said, it sets up the, the rest of the album really, really well. And we
0: should note that this is the one of the two songs produced by Jack, Jack Antonoff, Antonoff, her uh, mm. constant collaborator, and one of the producers of. Some of the best albums in pop right now, I'm going to say it. Uh, and yeah, this is really proof of the tandem, how well they work together. And you can see that also in the video, as Dren was saying. Uh, it's just really a fun song and gives you get, gives you a good mood and will take you on the rest of the journey. Any other thoughts on this song?
7: I think I like the fact that it's very different from Julian as an opening track. Like It's the kind of thing that tells you that this is a completely different album. And what I find interesting is that it sets the mood, like what was said earlier, that it's not a very contemplative album. It's actually a very aggressive album for a Carly Rae album. Like I think it's her most aggressive album thus far. And I think that's it's because of the fact that it's very physical desire-oriented as opposed to her more feelings-oriented uh, previous work.
2: Um, I I really uh, I really like this song, um, like the, just from the very beginning like the opening and then with all the shimmery beats it's just like oh my god I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm transforming like Sailor Moon or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it feels so good like it feels so good and like from the from the very beginning like this song sets the stage in terms of how forward she's going to be like she defines love so many different times in this song and it's it's always straightforward it never falters like you, you can tell she never hesitates um and it's great like she says love isn't cruel this love isn't crazy this love could save me and it's just it's just so fun like she's so she's so rooted in this idea and in the in these definitions um and even if she, maybe she's not right at least she has like this sort of conviction and she is able to convince you of all that and i just think that those lyrics are great like um. Like whispering that you're right to hurt me, baby. But if you if you want to do, but love isn't cruel. And like, oh my god, I'm as a as someone who who begs for love. Um, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> That's great. It feels so good. Like it just feels so good. Like yes, you feel me. That, yeah. You. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> 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 I remember talking
6: to Sel immediately after, like I finished uh, the whole album and telling her, na, like I'm not in love right now but every time i listen to carly especially with this love isn't crazy she makes me feel like i i understand what love is even though i don't like she just makes me feel loved and she makes me want that feeling as well so and she encapsulates it so amazingly
0: okay that is it for our first trap. This love isn't crazy. Next, we head back to Carly's house or somebody else's house with Window, which I feel is like a spiritual sequel to Want You in My Room. It's a new vibe. Yes.
1: Like,
0: I want you in my room, and then the next one is like, keep your window open for me and don't ever lock it. And uh, it's just like a super Maropok, like, okay, I'm available, I'm here. Let's, My like, window is literally party. open. <laughs> and like, uh, parang, it's also so nice how Asel was saying this is like a, a, an album about physical affection. And this is released at a time where all of us are like craving oh, for that. Too much. <laughs> like not just the romantic or intimate type, but even just to be open to your friends, to be yes. hanging out with them in real life. I mean, it's just a great like manifestation and like, Parang a great way to like feel like you're all together at the same time and yung. A lot of people right now of course are feeling like the cabin fever and this is like one of the songs that like kind of like opens that up na okay, this is the start of clownery ray Jepsen. and like this is like just really fun for me because Want You in My Room is one of my jams as well and it's a it's a nice sequel.
7: <laughs>
2: Same
7: though. <laughs> but actually, despite like the marupok vibes that we're discussing now, it's actually a really touching song. I mean, I mean, actually, because when I listened to Side um, B the first time, I wasn't really like focused on the lyrics, and actually, I felt like she was kind of drowned out yeah, by the fact that the sounds were a lot more aggressive now. So as since i'm very nerdy about Cardi ray's music i did a whole listen <laughs> with the genius lyrics on the side oh, yeah. so, <laughs> so when i read the lyrics the window i was like surprised apparently it had a whole different dimension to it because the lyrics go i see you in a different way so take my eyes to borrow so it's actually about like um wanting someone to see themselves the way you see them mm. so that's i think that's why she decided with the window image so that's really interesting how it really goes back to like different kinds of feelings for this person
2: I feel like window, um, because I also I also really enjoy uh, "Want You in My Room." Um, and as as someone <laughs> Maripoca, um, <laughs> it's just trail off. But um, it's just interesting because "Want You in My Room" um musically, like I think our friend Gabby, me and Emil are have a have a blackmate oh. named Gabby. She she explained "Want You in My Room" as the song that kind of blue balls you because you listen to it and then you um yes. y- you you hear the chorus at the end, and you, hear, you want to hear it one more time, but then it doesn't play one more time. So it, it makes you have to play the whole song again. So it's just interesting that, that, right? And I feel the same thing about Window. It's interesting because Window, I have already attached to a person. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. fast. <laughs> it's funny. Brabe, It's <laughs> Because no, I was waiting for someone to text me back for two days, and then one window played, they did, and I was like, "She's talking to me." <laughs>
0: <laughs> the power, was, the impact
1: uh, of Miss Party.
2: Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's um it's really special because yeah I I saw the connection immediately with you in my room. Um, like as soon as I heard the lyric, "Uh, that keep a window um for me always open," uh, I tweeted it, and then everyone was like, "Same, same." And we all do it at the same time, because we all still it at the same time. So it's just, yeah, it's fun. It's a, it's a
0: good song. I enjoy it. Anyway, next we head on to okay. track three yes. and four, which <laughs> okay, is wait. I guess, yes. one okay. of the highlights of the album in itself.
1: Oh, I have so much now, to we say, can't, but yeah, same. We can't
0: not talk about these two tracks like yes. separately, because no. they come as a duo, and yeah. they come one after the other. So this is Felt This Way and Stay Away. like. These two are just so interconnected with the same lyrics, but like different feelings and different like meanings to the same words, and it's just like super amazing how ingenious how she can like do that one after the other. Like I don't know, it's just like blowing my mind when I when I was hearing uh felt this way for the first time. Parang nakita ko na yung lyrics to Stay Away. I was like, but is it the next song? Uh, named Stay Away. How is this like in this first song? And then when I listened to Stay Away, it was like, oh, that's what she did. And that's like, wow, the power. The power. Yeah,
6: so when, like power moved to like put out a song with basically the same lyrics in the same album the magkasunod. So it just shows how talented she is. And yeah. it felt like like, in terms of a musical, and again, Selena and I were talking about this because we just we have an agenda. talked about yeah. <laughs> uh, the musical agenda. It felt like a reprise, you know, um,
1: yeah.
6: to a musical. Now, when you hear that song again, it's always in a different context now. So mm-hmm. the feelings change as well, and that's exactly what she did with these two songs. And it, I'm I think, sure everyone else will explain it
1: better than I will.
0: I, before everyone else gives more intelligent like thoughts on this, <laughs> I'm
1: gonna say, na,
0: I feel like she wrote these songs like thinking that only one of them was gonna be released.
1: Yeah.
0: Na parang she, that's why she had that set of lyrics. But with the release of this album, I feel like she felt as if they were already interconnected and that's what made it more beautiful. Na it's not. It's not one or the other. It's both, and it can be portrayed in both ways. I think
5: Emil has more to say on this. Duality. No, yeah. I just want to get it out of the way before the Pavedans, Like I know, right?
7: The <laughs> <logical> <laughs> what is something school answer? referencing?
5: <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, but um, like after my first listen, like sort of knee jerk tweet. Na like my favorite songs. I put Stay Away as number one. But like after listening to the album, like. I don't know, like 20 more times. I <laughs> like I I really can't separate "Felt This Way" from "Stay Away" anymore. And I think the reason why I enjoy both of them now so much and almost equally is the fact that they, they lead, come after. yeah that they, the the are sort of like two sides of the same coin.
1: Yeah.
5: Um, and but I'm going back to the idea of the what do you reprise, call this yeah? in literary terms? Aside nah, from the word sequel,
1: <laughs> or like. <reprise. laughs>
5: Are i have no Are you idea, <laughs> idea. <laughs> as, God, a crea- as a creative writing major i have no idea um, <laughs> <laughs> no but uh yeah and like it, it's like when 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 i listen to felt this way now like hearing sort of the message of that song because i know it's going to be followed by stay away it's sort of like, ch- like just the knowledge of that sort of challenges the ideas in Felt This Way na parang. Is that really how she feels? Kasi in the next song, big lang mas aggressive. So it's a really interesting, like, interplay. Like, the very fact that both songs exist in sequence, um, like, elevates both songs uh, in themselves. So, yeah.
7: I think I want to comment on what Paula was saying on the musical quality of it, because I think Carly Rae has said in interviews that she wants to write a pop musical, and I think uh, that if she does, You would this go is, wild. This is her act one and act two. Like, swear, then, these are like these two songs are already like two separate acts in a musical, which would be super interesting. I really hope, and I'm really praying for Tony Award winner Carly Rae yeah. Jepsen. Yes.
1: <laughs> like and that is one probably, of my goals know, in life.
0: She can probably also star in it.
7: Yes, Ingrid, she, yes, she could.
0: Yeah, she Waitress,
1: the
7: Yeah, she.
5: Carly Rae was in Cinderella uh, yeah. For, yeah. for a time, and then yeah. she she played Frenchie in Grease. Live. Yeah. So yeah. she has some experience. The Tony yeah.
7: Award winner Carly Rae Jepsen. We're here and for it. For these songs, I just can't get over how good of a lyric. My home is your body. How can I stay away? Like huh. I had to yeah. breath, like, take a breath
1: oh after. Like <laughs> it was that I
7: good. Like a gasp. <laughs> and I love how she uses the breath. I don't know how to describe sound. I'm very bad at. It but I like how she uses the breathiness of her voice to like make certain things rhyme. Like when she talks about, like um, I've been only thinking about us, and then she rhymes with touch in the next part, and then she follows it up with a whisper, touch, touch, touch me. I was just so floored. And I have, uh, I think one of my friends said that it's so different from her way of describing, like, touch from body language, which is still, like, a thinking song. But mm-hmm. I just think we're overthinking it, don't think it over. As opposed to her, like, straight up telling this person to touch her. Mm-hmm.
3: But, yeah, I was gonna say, um, I think um, in terms of, like, how it's laid out in the album, I feel like it would have been better if uh, if they were separated in in, mm-hmm. in the album. I feel like they're two different emotions but with the same lyrical context because the way i see dedicated side b it's like the first half is the more in terms of like how she's feeling from a story from a storytelling perspective the first half is more of a carefree um it's like the honeymoon phase of her emotions then by the second half because that's where the slower songs come in so it's more of like her being raw and intimate so i feel like stay away could have been a good part in that first half, then um, coming from Paula's point also that it could have been a reprise of her emotions with felt this way by the second half, which could also show her transition from having the, these carefree emotions into her being intimate. I don't know, because um, for me, the way it uh, the way I was listening to it, it's so weird No change from you have this pagiging quirky song <laughs> pagiging cheeky with window tas biglang down download felt this way tas pga up na siya na stay away so but yeah there are two perfectly good songs on their own so yeah lang for me it's really nice uh, and yung um, I agree also about how powerful her artistry is that she can transform the same lyrics into different ways of conveying themselves
2: um, yeah, definitely agree. Um, uh, I saw this, I saw these two songs in a, in a very poetic, uh, standpoint, Attract poetry. Uh, so it was just interesting <laughs> to see the, the literary device in it. Um, when you d- use repetition in a poem, it's because you transform what comes before and after that line you have employed. Right. Um, so like <laughs> I'm going to be very specific here and talk about One Art by Elizabeth Bishop. Uh, where she <laughs> the the poem that goes um the art of losing isn 't hard to master um and then she talks about different things you lose and everything um some fro- from keys and then eventually to a person um so when you employ that repeated line where you say the art of losing isn 't hard to master, it hurts more at the end rather than in the beginning because it transform it, it does that have it does have that transformative property to it, so I think in these songs um she does something so genius with the same sort of lyrical structure but delivering one song like hurts a little more in terms of oh i i i would really like a hug um and one song (laughs) is like i would really like to cry um and it's and uh, and on a a shallow level as a physical touch person i felt that i haven't had a hug in 60 days um and it's it's a lot but uh, i really i really like these two songs i think i agree that with everyone if it were in a musical i feel like it would be Interestingly, I think it would be, like, two people answering each other. Um,
1: oh. Same
2: sort of number rather than two different acts. But that, that's also... Hillary,
3: like, please take notes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Make the musical, please. Yeah. On, on another note, it's super funny. There was, I think, some, when, when the news first came out that she wanted to do a play, uh, a news outlet, it was not us. So I was super jealous of the caption. Their, their, their caption was, write a play with me. And I wrote Oh, it. man. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. And I was like, damn, I wish I wrote that. Anyway, that, that,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, that seems to be it for our love fest <laughs> for Felt This Way and Stay Away. And now we head to track number five, which is This Is What They Say. And wow, this song kind of just blew my mind for me. I mean, it's for me, it's like uh, the genius of Cordy Reina, how she conveys emotion and makes you relate to it so bad, even if you don't even fe- haven't really felt that way. Na it takes you there with her. Like, I felt it so hard, and I'm not even in love. And that's what they right? say. This is what they say about love. Parang, I mean, you you know the feeling. Na may crush ka, tapos ayon parang mm-hmm. you feel the jitters and the butterflies and the kiling. And this is what they say, literally. And parang ngayon na wala crush, for example, parang feel ko palin yung ganung vibe just listening to the song. And that's I really like that um, aspect of this song.
7: I agree with that. And the fact that it's so interesting how the they in the title for a lot of us is actually Carly Rae Jepsen. I mean, it's Carly Rae Jepsen mm. who tells us like what falling in love is like. So it's weirdly, she's like weirdly referencing herself. <laughs> and I think I just wanted to point out that like, if I'm not mistaken, this song is another collaboration with Dev Hines or Blood Orange, who she collaborated with for all that in Emotion. Yeah.
3: And Warm Blood. Yeah. Warm blood, yeah.
5: I, I was gonna add lang, but this is like a general comment for all the songs in the album. Also, is that with I think primarily with emotion, I I felt like she, like Carly, was strongest with her choruses. But here, like I'm so impressed with like the bridges specifically, like mm. the the one in this, which is young, can look back, at broken pieces, like there's just. I, I never expect the bridges to go where they go but they fit so well. So I, I I like again like I do not know music theory speak whatever I don't know how to talk about it but you y- and yeah, it's there.
0: <laughs> I think Paula feels the same way about Yeah. This is what
6: we say. <laughs> I'm listening to it right now so Wait, I just <laughs> really get into the same. mood
7: but <laughs> <laughs> I just want to dance. I just like appreciate I think one of her best lyrics which is I don't know I put it on the side of my laptop so I wouldn't forget I like to give it as good as I get don't be surprised if this is the best oh yeah and it's, it's like,
5: so it's so maanga right?
3: <laughs> like, her. It's, so,
7: it's very aggressive Carly Rae which I think yeah, you haven't very, seen much in her it's previous one
3: very version. cheeky yeah, yeah.
1: okay
0: mm-hmm. yeah. so that seems to be our thoughts on this is what they say now we head to track six, which is heartbeat, uh, this is me- kind of mellows down the first half of the album, I would say, and uh, I still have for me. I still I like the song, but I still have to. It has to grow on me still. So I, I feel like other people would be more uh, have would have more words about this
5: song in particular. Well, interestingly enough, like during my first listen, this is the one that I guess hit me most. Mm. <laughs> because Because of the chorus young, I'm looking at the lyrics yeah. now, Jung, I don't want to tell you anything about me because everything about you is speeding you know, up my heartbeat me... but it's such an interesting like usually when when someone speeds up her heartbeat that's that's a sign that you do want to, to share stuff about you, but then she completely steps back and like takes it as, a, as like a warning sign, It's really interesting, and as someone who like can't even talk to a room full of like people, it's like I get it. Just like general introversion but then amplified to like someone who you really want to get to know, but because you want to get to know them, you don't want to ruin it. So I I identify with that a lot, so yeah.
4: I think this is my favorite Oh sorry. No, 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 you go ahead. Uh I think this is my favorite song in the whole album right now. Yeah. Wow. Uh it used to be Window, but the more I've listened to it, I think this like grew on me a lot more. It's a lot of it has to do with the bridge. I think this is my favorite bridge in the album also not just because of like all of the instruments that come in and the literal heartbeat that comes in <laughs> but yeah the lyrics um i don't know if you should hear this because it's a mess inside my head maybe you should go instead i'm suddenly scared of my feelings this might be all i ever wanted all i ever wanted to happen to me like that feeling of of feeling like this is everything is such a it's such a it's an emotion i can relate with so much when when I have like liked people or, or or been with somebody, and it, I can't even speak. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I love it. I just love it so much. I have I haven't had uh, somebody quite articulate what it's like with such a. Yeah. It's like it's like she doesn't care. You know what I mean? It's it sounds ridiculous. And now we're in this era of like self-love, that she has that she puts out a song like this. That's literally talking about how. You're like. Oh, my God! I can't even explain it properly, <laughs> but there's this literally like this thing that that everyone takes for granted, which is liking somebody or even not even them liking you back, but literally just you telling them how much you like them means literally the entire world for you and it sounds like something a thirteen year old would say in a right, but for me at least it's it's something that's still relevant to me, and I feel like it it's like we. As we get older, we try to deny ourselves things because it's like, oh, we're supposed to be mature and we're not supposed to talk about things like that. We're supposed to think about things logically. And that's why songs like this and Carly Rae Jepsen's music in general is so refreshing to me because she doesn't care. You know, this stuff is still important to me. I don't care if I'm 20 years old or 80 years old. This is still something that makes my heart beat, like, so fast. and yeah, part, yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> I agree with Jan I'm like, I... There's something so sweet and really tender about this song like not just the cadence of it like it's so slow and it's so sweet Um, But like everything about when you have a new crush and you feel like you're 16 again And you feel like you're like a high school girl And it's it's like this bubbling feeling inside you Like that's how I feel when I listen to this song And I like that she has no pretenses with it Like she admits that as a woman in her 30s she still feels this way And no one else should feel ashamed to do that and so it's sort of this legitimization of that feeling of being infatuated with someone, of like being very clearly um, aware of what your body is doing in response to this person, uh, and that that sort of acuteness, you know, like how you read it in in like fan fiction when they when the character meets the the other character and then they, they talk about like, oh my heart was beating so fast, blah blah blah. But there's there's, there's always that sort of awareness. Yeah. 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 And like that's exactly exactly the song. And um she sort of you know how people brush that emotion off as very like young and very stupid and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But she's really like, No, I, I, it's still there. Um, even if you have no one to attach it to like currently, like you you can tell that there's very defi- there's most definitely an object in mind in this song or like a person in mind and it's great. Like it, it just feels so good. Like you feel like celebrating with her. Like it's just this is quiet. Very um, confessional sort of way of like you're on the phone with your friend at five a.m. and they tell you like oh there's this person and it's so nice it just feels so good I love the song too.
0: Ang ganda ng sinabi <laughs> about like how you feel like you're 16 again.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean
0: yeah. I totally agree na that's an, also one of her like the beauty of her songs na you it really makes you feel giddy and light and bubbly about things that you feel and things that you. Or emotional about, or ma crushes lang, and it's just like, I guess it's you're you're right. Na this is one of the songs that portray that, and I guess parang your type din kasi ganun yung vibe nya na parang yung yung feeling ng you feel it's so hard na you just wanna sing it out loud, and this one is a kind of like a vulnerable take on that.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: I think, and like for me especially because I think my friends know na. I really like a person, because I'm normally a very confident, very outspoken person, and it's only when I really, really like someone that I get very quiet, because I get very scared, because everything about them is so wonderful, and, like, I feel like I don't have anything to add to this person anymore, because they're already so wonderful, so I like how Heartbeat kind of makes that feeling that I have with the guys And girls that I've really, really liked in my, like, um, history, I guess. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's go more Nation. But um, I like how it legitimizes that particular feeling because for a lot of my friends, they don't really understand it, how I could change so quickly from one person to another, like, being so confident with one person and then being incredibly, incredibly shy and unable to articulate myself with another. So I'm grateful, I guess, for Carly for putting down that feeling because it's not something that I hear a lot about like in music.
3: Yeah. And if you listen to the song, if you listen deep down, if you hear the beat, it simulates a heartbeat. Like are doing. Yeah, so I was like, oh my god, the artistry of this song is just on a whole other level. And I totally get then the Pagiging vulnerable of Carly because this is like a 360, eh, 180. Pala. It's a 180 turn of what we generally expect from Carly, like a pop-friendly song. Now she brings us back to her vulnerability, which I think also goes back to my point of it starting the second half of the song. Where it's more where it's slower, it's lyrical. Lyric lyrics-wise, it's more vulnerable and more raw. So and I think it it has a good place in terms of like how it's placed on the album. It it's placed on a good um, track. On a <laughs> it's placed very well. Cause it brings you to it kind of like slows you down also from having these upbeat songs, talking about her being carefree, being cheeky now we turn, she turns you over to this other part of her, which is her more dedicated, vulnerable side. And you know, it's nice that you started off with Heartbeat also, because it, I think um, it also shows a bit of anxiety on the part of Carly Rae, because you know, she's afraid of ruining whatever they have if she tells the person how she feels, which is... Um, I don't know. It's, it's something fresh, the way I see it.
1: It's
0: something fresh from Carly. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And speaking of the pop side of Carly, let's head to track number seven, which is "Summer Love." Uh, and for me, naman, this song kind of indicates like the start of the dance movement of this whole album, and parang partying for one realness begins with this track specifically na. I wanted to like stand up from where I was sitting down and just dance alone in my own room. And I kind of did. And uh, I feel like, because when we were headed to the dedicated era from Emotion, she was saying that she really wanted to make a disco album. And that idea was kind of scrapped and not really fully shown in dedicated. I na medyo disco is kind of like Julian out of all the other songs. And I feel like this is one of those... Early tracks that uh, she made with the idea of disco in mind, and this is just so fun, na, you know, just something to dance to, and it's also talking about a summer love, and that cap encapsulates the feeling of a summer love, na, parang, you know, it can be a whirlwind and it can be really fun, and I guess a lot of people want to experience that right now with this kind of kind of summer that we're at all at home and all that.
5: It, it's interesting when. After after I listened to the album, Dren and I talked about it, and he said that he sort of visualized the album in like a nighttime dry a nighttime walk, like neon lights kind of way. Where I felt like I I visualized the album so much as like a summer thing where, parang nasa beach ako, but I, I can't swim because, my inilang sa sa quarto. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, like and, and I feel like summer love is really just sort of like. To me it's like in the middle of the album for like a good reason because i feel like the rest of the album is very summery talaga. um and like I, I really just like the the disco throwback like the, the synthesizer solo thing that's made to sound like strings like i really enjoy so it would have been interesting to see a full project like this i don't know how it would turn out but i'm Game for like there are like fifty other songs. Yeah, in her uh, treasure chest. Yeah, the yes, next the, the next concert should just be her in the middle of the room with like a disco ball, and then us <laughs> on roller skates. Like I can see,
1: I
0: can see that. <laughs> in my mind, but yes, I think C. Cell has a really fun uh, take on this whole album and summer loving. I I, I think Paula told me about it.
7: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, because I was talking with a couple of friends, and they said, some, "I'm not sure who exactly described it, but it felt like a the, the whole album is 43 minutes. It felt like a 43-minute summer fling now." So. <laughs> I think this is the In Summer Love, that's where it comes out most of all. And that they were talking about her disco album. Um, I remember my friend was telling me that she's forever haunted by the idea of the album was called Disco Sweat, and like Carly says that she buried it somewhere. So she hopes that one day we will find it. We will find it so that Carly will finally release it.
0: Anyone else about summer flings and whatnot? (laughs)
1: <laughs> about Summer Flings is a
6: completely like, different thing
3: let's not go let's not go we've made some terrible choices
6: <laughs> hard same so <laughs> let's move on more.
0: okay let's move on to the next track which is track 8 Big hey. Mona Lisa I think Emil has feelings about this
5: I mean, because I'm the only one who put something yes. in, in <laughs> um, no I mean it's it was one of my favorites in the first uh, time around and it's still like in the top 3 for me just because, like, I'm a sucker for pop music that uses very specific images, and like the the picture that this one paints is is like super specific. I mean, generally in pop music, when when the performer says "you," you can just sort of like put in any like person you're thinking about. Here, like from the very beginning, the the person that the song is about like has a beauty mark. Um, he has like a fake Mona Lisa hanging in his room or something like that. So it's just, I just love the fact that there's detail. Um, And it's like, I don't mind that it's the shortest song on the album because the amount of detail gives it so much life to me. Like I would rather have a short song with this much detail than like a five minute song with like major, major vague lyrics. So yeah, I mean, I enjoy it. Also like just the melody of the chorus is so great to me. And I think that don't know how to swim, but let's breathe underwater the water is like the sexiest line she's ever written because it's just like, it's so dangerous and it's so like, I don't know, but yeah. And yeah, I, I mean- yeah. Ah, sige, go cola.
6: No, I mean, I was about to jump off that. I think it's like the most malandi song mm. in the album. <laughs> yeah. like the physicality of it. Like, let me just read the lyrics and like, oh, you took my clothes off, said it's getting hotter, don't know how to swim, but let's breathe underwater. <laughs> yeah, and then Jesus. the pre-chorus also, every night I'm wearing my black in case you're coming around. <laughs> yeah. 57 days and it still feels like I'm not coming down. Like, oh my God! Marupok, guys! <laughs> 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 yeah. like, she's yeah. just ready it, for it and
1: I love it.
3: It's Carly
1: in
0: her most malibug prime. <laughs> <laughs> and tama, tama nga dalawa. I mean, with the image of a fake Mona Lisa and them like being in a room, you can really see it in your head when you just listen to it. You can imagine that there's a story and there could be a music video about the fake Mona Lisa. And I guess yun nga, uh, that's pretty much all I have to say because it's another song I really have to internalize. I feel like my head is really in the pop na all out pop, na I have to like really dig deeper into these vulnerable like mellow songs in the album. Any I other thoughts on this? I
1: think for
7: fake Mona Lisa, what's really interesting about it is that. For the first time, if I'm not mistaken, we kind of get to know more about the other that Carly is mm. talking about. Yeah. Like for the first time, he has a description, he has a beauty mark, he has that thing in his room. And usually, because when Carly sings about like the guys in her songs, we don't know anything about them. Yeah. I think Julian was the closest thing to having some kind of identifying mark on the person. So I think inside B, we're kind of getting to know, like the other is slowly having a voice in it also, which it's kind of my segue to the next song because it's the first time that the other actually has a say mm. in the song. Like, she yeah. explicitly says he said
1: voice. this yeah.
7: thing. So that's okay. like, that's a first because usually we only really get like Carly's perspective on the experiences that she sings about.
5: Segue. <laughs> <Wait, laughs> yeah. Let's talk
6: about let's, yeah. let's <laughs> sort the whole thing out. Uh,
5: and with that, we head to the next
0: <laughs> song, which is track Night." let Let's sort this whole thing out. For me, I guess this is the most Bleachers, non-Bleachers song I've ever heard. Because I, when I heard it, I was like, oh, is this one of the Bleachers tracks? And when I searched it up, it wasn't. But uh, it was it's a really fun song. Another one uh, you want to just dance along to. And you know, just figure out what she means and what she feels. And be that same way while listening to it.
5: I mean, it's an anime opening. I mean, like from from the very beginning, like it sounds like Oran High School Host Club. Um, oh my god! Go, oh, kiss, oh kiss, god. fall in love. And you can you can see like all the visuals. Um, and like I, I just love the fact that it's it's very cutesy and it instantly reminded me of Paradise in from Sawayama, uh, which yeah. which has which has a slightly different aesthetic because that song is very like video gamey arcade like in y- y- yung sound yeah. This one is mm-hmm. very anime. Like I don't even. Like, if if Carly's intention was something else, like, I don't care. I'm going to tell her it was anime. Um, (laughs) But it works for her because, like, in anime, the emotions are very outsized also. So, like, so she should totally make an anime. (laughs) Aside from the musical, let's have Carly do an
6: anime. Are you a
5: multimedia
3: artist? (laughs) The queen,
6: I mean, if we have Oren High School Season 2, let this be the OP. Yeah. yeah. He's big in Japan, so you never know.
3: And the fact oh, that
0: her totally song yeah. is part of the Terrace House soundtrack also, ba? Right? Really?
3: Yes.
0: In the Japan, in other the Japan yeah. version. on yeah. Uh, yeah. the Netflix oh, yeah. Philippines version, it's not. There. Wait, lang, let me check.
7: Yeah. <laughs> quick note about that sort the whole thing. My friends and I were all talking about how it sounds like the culmination of happy not knowing from the first yes. album. Yes, like they finally talked it out. I guess something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. but I find it really, really interesting uh, that the other has a voice here. Like she explicitly tells us what he said for the first time. And then I really love the playful way that she sings "I love you" here, also. I love you. Just in the context of some ordinary conversation, not like some grand gesture, whatever. Hmm. So I found that really, really interesting.
5: H- have you found it, Chala? Wait, I'm still looking <laughs> at this
1: one.
0: I think it's, uh, no. Um wait, what is that? Before I which season of, of Terrace guess, House though? Ah, uh, di ko na maalala, eh, but it's Love Again. I think that was used in Terrace uh, House. Okay. Uh, but the Japanese version and not the international yeah. release. But, I mean, I guess it speaks to that uh, Japanese faction of your fandom. And it well.
7: currently has like bonus tracks that are only available in the Japanese version for some reason.
0: Yeah, Yung yeah. Love Again, which is also one of my favorites. You never got
7: the, and you never get to hold you is one mm. of my favorites. Not even on Spotify, it's the worst.
5: In the Wikipedia page for Side B, like there are bonus tracks at the end. And there's one that doesn't have a running time yet. And I, I read somewhere else that it's supposed to be like a Japanese exclusive and I can't find it anywhere. So maybe later.
1: We'll
3: we see. will find
5: out.
6: We will look for it. Yeah. It's going to be a group effort.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: but can I just say also, this song for me is one of the big highlights because it, it again, it like um continues that uh, that, that streak of Carly Rae having big exclusive choruses. Um, Because for me, this easily has one of the easiest chorus, biggest and easiest chorus to to follow in in her entire um, portfolio, and it's not so much because it's explosive or whatever, but mostly because it's simple. Eh? It's straight to the point, but at the same time, she gets her point across. Now, nah, let's just sort this whole thing out. <laughs> you know, and so I, it's one of the this is one of the track highlights for me. Yeah.
0: Okay, and now we head to the next track which track then come Comeback, which oh. is actually the Bleacher's collab. Um, contrary to my belief that let's start this whole thing out was that. But anyway, grab it in this impact of being marupok. And like, there's so many emotions I feel in this song. In particular, na, you can feel very uh, confused about your feelings and what you want and how you want to feel about yourself and the other person. And that's just all in this song with the play on words on the word come back come back to me and uh, for me a realization I was listening, listening to this song I felt like this when Hannah, if Hannah Montana were to continue her career <laughs> this is a grown up Hannah Montana song like a, a song she would sing if you look at if you listen to it this is not the I, takeaway <laughs> I expected from this song <laughs> no, if you listen to it closely it really feels like connected to the older Hannah Montana Jams that you would have and it feels like how probably the grown up Hannah Montana audience would want at this point and that's like a really fun ano lang, a fun connection I made out of out of the blue and it's just one of the I, I guess that's one of the great things about the vibe of the song and also the lyrics of the song and just like the reflexivity and you know how you feel about something and someone and yourself at the same time.
3: Back to me. Sorry, I'm listening to the song now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
7: I'm not sure how to phrase this any better, but the whole album, we were talking about how it feels like a really summery album. So, parang may summer heat on. But this this song feels really cold. Like, yeah, yeah, but, I agree. It sounds mm-hmm. like, okay, this is a really horrible description, but it sounds like an air conditioned room.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I totally get <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say
3: wintery, like, uh, like a cold winter night. I mean, the really, days. the
7: first thing that really came to my mind was like aircon like it's hot outside <laughs> but you go into an air conditioned room
1: so,
5: no I get that yeah
7: <laughs> so, it just feels like Carly is really like backpedaling a little bit here like you can see a lot more of like the fear and hesitation mm. yeah. as opposed to the very aggressive um, kind of Thing she's been doing in the past other songs. So I think, like, we we were talking about how the other that she sings about, like, has a form now. and Like, we kind of know a little about him now. So I think the fact that he's suddenly a lot clearer is what scares her, and that's why she's backpedaling in this song.
1: For, for
5: one reason or another, this is the song that took me a while to sort of, like, take in. Like, on, on the first listen, it didn't strike me as much and now it like really hits yeah. me. Um, like partially because of the bridge. Again, the bridges in this in this are just so good. And like the I am the keeper or whatever, which sounds so fantasy and makes me imagine her with a sword. So it's, it's, it's a good <laughs> one.
1: Um,
5: but also like sometimes in some songs, it can be like the smallest thing that makes a difference. And for me, it's in the chorus when she says, um, I was thinking about making a comeback, and there's like three bass notes that play behind that line, and for some reason, it's just those three bass notes that make the entire song for me it's like it it adds a specific weight to a very specific line, so yeah, and like I also just like the fact that she she uses her feature the artists really well, I think. Because she doesn't just like stick them in for a verse, which sometimes can annoy me because it just sounds like the other artists came in for like two hours, recorded their part, and then left. Yeah. It's like both with this and with feels right, like the 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 featured artists, like they're really just doing background vocal work, but the way Active. they're the, yeah the way they're employed, or, or it just it works really well. Like so feels right. He say electric like, guest gets like the biggest. You know, I'm not even gonna try and hit that note. But yeah, just that the biggest part. <laughs> and then here it's just Jack Antonov's like just sort of like supporting the, the lyrics and I don't know, it, it works for me. So It's the
0: same way that Carly Ray is in Hate That You Know Me by Bleachers. She's not like
5: there, but she's there. And I agree it, with that. Yeah, but it's like a little bit more than like Halsey was in Boy with Love where she's like you can, you can barely hear her. So yeah. Uh, parang yeah. I mean, I
0: I guess I will disagree with the Halsey thing because I love that song. <laughs> Sorry, but I love that song.
1: No, I
6: love that song. But agree, like, parang I don't feel her enough. in mas ano yung that sa
0: song. Sia? Because eh. if you listen to On with Sia, that's the one that feels really like unnecessary and just okay. like nilagay lang si Sia don for the international market. But uh, kasi si Halsey, you really seen na she danced with them and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Like, the, the Sia thing felt a bit more uh, like a uh, just a tokenistic feature than the Halsey one but I guess you have a fair point dinaman with that and I might be biased in that sense. But <laughs> I, I I totally agree with Sel also what she was saying about how she's kind of hesitating here because I guess as a maropok you also have that moment The parang am I being too maropok at this point? You like Uh, put your guards up once again in a sense and talk to your friends about how you are and like reflect on it and in a sense, parang yun yung uh, feeling na in capture it ng comeback na song ay
2: Mm -hmm. Um, For me, I think uh, opposite to Emil, this was actually uh, one of the first songs that I really latched on to Um, because I feel like for for me, um, I, I really enjoy makeup and there's a line there that that I, I latch onto very much, and I think this song is so female, in a way, um, because that idea of you take your makeup you you take your makeup off is such a vulnerable kind of thing. Um, yeah. Like when you when you when you are with a lover, you want of course you want to seem like you look your best and everything, and then uh, it's still a perpetuated sort of thing that you keep that makeup on no matter what throughout the night and then for you to take it off and then for her to be at peace in the dark where technically you can't see her features i feel like that's such a female sort of energy right there and um as someone who really enjoys who also like understands the vulnerability of like someone really seeing you um in your skin uh, for the first time mm-hmm. and you hesitate there's still that wall that like, you you're afraid to breach like you're afraid that the very Superficial idea of physical appearance might still have something to do with the connection you have with someone. I think that is not um, that's that's something she explores really well because people don't really talk about it. They scoff at it. They're just like, oh, it's just you don't have to worry about you know if someone doesn't have like how you look and you just go away. But there's still that fear there. There's an anxiety that drives this song, and I think it's, it's just really beautiful. Like I agree with the the musicality of it. Um, the cadence is beautiful and. I think this is my favorite bridge out of the whole album. Yeah, like it just sounds so fantastical, and it's great. Like I, I, this is this is this is one of my favorites. Yeah.
0: And now we head to the next track, which is probably my <laughs> ultimate favorite in this whole um, album. This is track eleven, solo, which is yeah. a big mood. And it it's so hard. I I feel so scared, <laughs> but I love it.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, this is like an ultimate jam as a single person, and I love yes. the play on words. Palang na, don't be so low. You can just dance solo. Parang it's like wow. It's again and again, like the play of com- the play on words in comeback and the play on words in uh, this is what the, um in the play on words in uh, felt this way and stay away it's also present in solo and uh, it's just really fun uh, You, it's that anthem for the single person uh, Paul and I were talking about this uh, if you since uh, your type is one of our favorite songs of all time, this feels like a redemption arc to your type that uh, she finally let go of that whole phase of her life and accepted her singleness and enjoys it and celebrates it and it's just so fun to dance and to have the feeling na, you know celebrate being solo and dance to being solo and party for one it's just it's just really a, a great mm-hmm. song for me
3: I feel like this is party for one's more angsty cousin because <laughs> 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 party for one is more of a celebrate yourself and um celebrate yourself celebrate being single whatever the way i hear solo kasi it's more of a taking back you're taking back yourself kumbaga like you've been through i'm sorry i'm reading the the lyrics now it's he let go she moved on a thousand stories before you felt it then lost it then it's so it's a reclaiming moment for you and the way for you to reclaim that moment is to to just enjoy yourself to um just shine bright by yourself dancing solo. So yeah. And yeah, again, it, it's very anthemic. It it's um a big front runner for a so for a single. Um and yeah. So it, empowering.
1: Yeah, right?
3: It is And there's really just something with Carly Rae, Like This can never be stressed enough the way that she conveys lyrics. It's so brang so relatable It can never be stressed enough. And again, it's one of those songs that just do her artistry justice.
0: I can already imagine like a future Kylie Rae Jepsen concert for Side B, and this is mm-hmm. one of the songs that everyone's just gonna like it's
1: gonna scream go it.
0: wild <laughs> and scream and like feel mm-hmm. like there's no tomorrow. That you, it's okay to be single, and it's empowering to be single and be with everyone else. And it's just really the the power of.
4: Carly, Reyes, yeah, AJ, 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 AJ was saying. I, I feel like that the line, the so what you're not so in love, is know. like, it's going to be literally two times louder than the rest of the song. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone's going to scream it.
6: <laughs> and already on Twitter, and Dami ko na tweets na so hello, good morning mga so what you're not in love. And it's yeah. like, hello, this is our community. And, yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, and also the part that, he let go, she moved on. It, it reminds me of your type, yung. And I, said, and then, <laughs> I forgot the lyrics. The pre-chorus no, ones. No. Oh no, I'm getting... Uh, no, no, you're going to you
0: know, gonna
4: gonna be excommunicated. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> From favor <Yeah>. of I'm so <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: sorry.
4: One of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not forget lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Wait lang.
3: Especially the your type pre-chorus.
4: Somebody should yeah. make the Ten Commandments like Oh my god
7: <laughs> Oh my god I think other than feeling like affirmed by this song as many of us feel very affirmed by the song it's also mm-hmm. the kind of song that you want to tell your friends after they've yeah. had their boy problems on you because personally me like my relationship with Carly Rae is that I've always been a catch basin friend for like all of the a of other people like I I'm love sorry, my friends. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I say it out of love.
7: I say it out of love, naman. Pero like there are times, kasi, when someone's like moping about a guy, you just wanna tell them like, no, you're better than this. And like Carly Ray Jepsen really put out a song that you know you can you can like link to your friend whenever she's going through the motions <laughs> of something like that. So thank you, Carly. I really appreciate it.
0: Si Paula yata has strong feelings about this song.
7: Oh, uh, Okay na ako.
0: <laughs> nasabi na ba okay, yung okay, lahat okay. ng mga nasabi? When
1: Paula yes. and I were <laughs>
7: talking about this song, it was in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> strong feelings talaga.
1: So talaga.
4: Okay na lahat. Are you listening that? to it now? Yeah, same. How okay. are you listening to it? <laughs> it's just like lower than oh, okay. Paula and Yeah, uh-uh. yeah.
1: Oh, technology.
0: And now, <laughs> yes. we head to the last track of this album. <gasps> now, I don't hate California after all. Uh, for me, like uh, what I said about the first track, which is this love isn't crazy. This is like a fitting end to the album and the vibes Naparang, taking you from that journey from the beginning to the end. It's just like a perfect way to like like uh, parang in a sense cool down from all the emotions and all the serotonin that she has given you and it's it's a really it's a good song
6: it's like you've worked out you cool down you
0: need cool down and um, Now I Don't Hate California after all is that cool down song for me
3: yeah, this is my favorite song of the album Ooh. also cause it it kind of strikes a personal note
0: cause may Kay. California ano si
1: Oh,
3: record na lang. okay
1: yeah. oh, after the
6: podcast concert. discussions though.
3: <laughs> so yon. um <laughs> 6 months din yun
1: so <laughs> um, oh my god
3: uh, <laughs> uh yeah but in going back it's again it it's Another one of her raw sides for from the album. And I agree I agree also with Shawana. It's a fitting end to what has been like an epic journey. An epic forty-three minutes of of just pure emotions and um you yeah, know love and heartbreak. And wala, wala, there are no words for me to express how much I love the song, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: there
7: was a, There's a lyric in the song that goes, maybe this is temporary, I don't even mind. Which I found really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry no. kung may nasamaan. Um, uh, one of my closest friends, uh, Sarte, said that there's, cause there's really like a bittersweet nostalgia to Farley's mm-hmm. music. Like, you know that it's a certain kind of happiness that will eventually have to end. But I think what Carly is trying to tell us is that, you know, happiness is happiness, even if it's fleeting. So it's kind of like she wants us to enjoy the feeling while it's there. So I think that's also like it's also a testament to her album. Like, we know, it's going to end after 43 minutes, but we all had like so many great memories and people have been attaching specific. And based on this conversation, I realized a lot of people pala attach specific memories to her songs. So I think that's that's like that's the happiness that like, Carly wants to give us all.
0: Anganda, I mean, good way to end it. (laughs) There's a good way to end
7: it. uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to say that, and the happiness is all in the album, and you can just revisit it again and again. I mean, what Cell said is a perfect way of really putting it. So, any last words for the track specifically before we close this track by track review? So, with that, we will now choose our personal holy trinities for. Side B of wait, uh, <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready <laughs> yeah, I'll start now. Na, start na. Of course, my number one is solo. That is like my jam. And... Uh, just that That's just my jam. That's it. That's the tweet. Okay. <laughs> and I think uh, next after that is this is what they say. And... Uh, it's so hard to choose a third. So I guess... For now I would say that uh comeback is one of my my third choice for my holy trinity and dedicated side beat. I, I guess I can
6: bounce off because Chola and I have the same number one and two, which is a testament to how similar our tastes so are. What? I'm not <laughs> um so yeah, in solo and then this is what they say, and my third would have to be
5: heartbeat. Mine is uh Take Mona Lisa, come back, and then, as a unit, um, yeah, Felt This Way and stay, this way, away. stay Away. It's like, it's like, Felt felt This Way when I wake up, stay away when I, when I go, when to, you go to sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. That's
7: how you tell time now, Emil. <laughs> yeah,
5: it's Felt This Way. It's Felt This Way. How oh, am I feeling today? Am I feeling more
3: Felt
4: yeah. This Way? Do, like, do you guys yeah. do that? I feel like a lot of people do this. Do you do that thing where it's like, it takes me like half an album to get to work. Like, you don't oh, measure yeah, it yeah. in minutes, right?
5: takes half, yeah. half of Hamilton to, to commute
4: to my office.
5: I learned yeah. that.
3: <laughs> Mine would have to be This Love Isn't Crazy because, again, it's very anthemic. It's a good intro. Then Felt This Way because I love that song so much. Um, it's my second favorite. Um, then my third would be Now I Don't Hate California After All because of the nostalgia <laughs> that, that comes with it. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Uh, for me, it's good. Uh, sorry, mom, go ahead. No, go,
7: Angela, <laughs> go ahead. As my that's child, that's you good. have to go first. This is so Mother. funny. I love <laughs> Filipino <laughs> parenting. <laughs> <laughs> God, people are gonna be so <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, Angela, go
2: first. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, for me, it's uh it's heartbeat for that that you know the <laughs> it's so gross stuff, but you know that that smiley the ooh. The U W U. Hey, guys.
1: Like, ooh, oh whoa.
2: The, yeah. Ooh. I just. Oh my God. That's how I feel. Um. Just listening to heartbeat. It just legitimizes like how I'm 26, but inside, whenever I have a crush, I'm 13 again. Yes.
1: Um,
2: and then come back for like it's very overtly female. Um. Sort sort of overtones. Uh. And lastly would be now I don't hate California after all because I just. I like, uh, I like the theme, I like the slowness of it, like the cadence also. Yeah, so those are my fav. Okay, Madi, I love you. You, you can go.
7: <laughs> Thank you, Angela. Uh, I think oh. my first as a unit would have to be, I mean, I'll copy what Emil did, yeah. said it has to be felt this way and stay You can't, away. yeah. You really can't like, keep you can't them separate apart. Them. And it's because it's the two tracks that made me feel like Carly could really write a pop musical. And again, <laughs> I'm pushing my agenda for Carly to win a Tony Award someday. And I yeah. think Let's my favorite- it. My favorite lyric in this album is really my home is your body, how can I stay away? I swear, like, she invented lyrics. And...
4: Um, <laughs> I can't believe Carly Rae Jepsen invented English. <laughs>
7: right, <yeah. laughs> and, and then for the second, um, I'd have to go with solo as an affirm no And lastly, I think I would go with this is what they say.
4: Uh, I think for me, my first would be Heartbeat. Uh, for the reasons that I mentioned a while ago. My second would be let's sort the whole thing out. That's somebody that like <laughs> refuses to like give up on arguments. <laughs> <Huh>? uh, oh. <laughs> no, in the sense that like like I hate it when another person's upset with mm. like I'll do anything to like make another person feel better. Oh. Um and then my last would be window, because it's the sequel to uh Want You in My Room, which I love from Dedicated, so yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And that is it for our Holy Trinity segment.
1: Oh God. Let's just give well, our final folded.
0: verdict on the I uh, know. Let's just give our final verdict on the album. For me, I mean, I said it already and I will say it again. It's just so good and you might as well call her Clowny Ray Jepsen because this album is bops after bops, which in layman's terms is Carly really embracing her Maropok self and sharing the experience with the world and Showing the world that it's not wrong to be Maropok, Because there are you know, not But, you know, it's something we can all relate to and all dance to. And dedicated Side B is just like, Maropok packaged into one album. And celebration of that and being empowered and being like, part of the community of the INC Iglesia Ricardi squad. <laughs> so yeah, that's my take on it. Any last thoughts on the album?
5: I was gonna say that, well, to, to support what I said a while ago, like I think it's her best release, like as in terms of uh, like a full LP, and it says a lot about sort of the quality of music so far in twenty twenty, and even just like pop music in twenty twenty. When, like, at the end of this year, if you were to ask me like what my favorites are, this is like as much as I love Carly Rae Jepsen. This is like in stiff competition with like a handful of other albums. Like I won't rank now because. It's unfair, my recency bias pa kay Carly, but it's a really good time to be like a pop music fan. So
3: yeah, sorry jumping from Emile's point. Sorry just putting it out there. I don't think it's her best work for me. Emotion has that in the bag, talaga hands down. It re, for me it sets the standard for for Carly Rae's um, future work, um, and I don't. Think there's anything yet that she released that really sets um that's it higher than emotion, but it's for me dedicated side. is it's quintessential Carly Rae. It's intimate. It has that intimate the power of her intimate lyrics, which are masked under the quirky pop tunes that we know of her. But at the same time, we also show another side to her, um, apart from her many facets that we know. So. Yeah, again, it's one of those best pop albums—not just in recent times, but probably of the past three or four years, maybe. So, but yeah, it's it's it never it still doesn't
4: disappoint. Yeah.
2: Ah, uh, for me, as oh, sorry, go ahead, Dren. Marbad.
4: That wasn't me. Oh, what? <laughs> Go
1: ahead,
2: Angela. Go ahead, Angela. Ah, <laughs> 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 It's like your box lit up. I was like, Hello,
0: <laughs> Dren doesn't oh. have a box, does he? He does, he
2: does.
7: He does yeah. I do, just
0: my eye does eye it. Does it, my doesn't, doesn't. <gasps>
2: wow. that's so scary. Ouch, wow,
5: <laughs> Anyway, yeah.
0: Anyway,
7: but go
2: yeah, after um, Oh, yeah. So, for me, um, I feel like there are two people, there are two kinds of people in the world. Um, there are the people who say, Don't text him again, and then there's the person who says, Guess what I did? Um, Oh my God! (laughs) Oh no! I know who I am there. (laughs) Right? You just because and this whole album—it's either if you are one of the two, you will see it a different way. So if you are like me, who is who is like I texted him again, um, you will be like that's me, Carly. You are me. And then if you are the other person, it's like I finally understand the other person why she texted him again, but she shouldn't. Um, And so. I feel like it's just a great way to sort of understand, um, like not just Marupok culture, because I am super multiple. Um but it's a, it's, a, it's a nice way to like, to sort of see these songs about falling in love as not just in a vacuum. Um, a lot of the time we think that falling in love songs are just very streamlined and it's just about the happiness that comes with it. But a lot of her songs about love, about being heartbroken, are always tinged with something else. Like some of them are, have that small fear of never being able to see them again, or have that it's euphoric, but you're you're also un- like anxious and unsure. So there's always um, there's like there's always an intersection of emotion in every sort of thing she does. And if you have feelings, which I hope you do, unless you are a murderer um, and a sociopath, Carly <laughs> this is my plea. <laughs>
1: I'm okay,
0: yes, I'm good, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean,, it's really something accessible now. if someone might not have listened or appreciated emotion or dedicated side aid, then this is a good way also to introduce people to her music, I feel.
7: I think there's something to be said about the experience of Carly re releasing an album, not just the album itself, like, as, as somebody who gets ridiculously excited about things that I like and spends like weeks minimum talking about it, like Paula is a witness to this. And I think the most fun thing about Carly Ray is that it really brings your friends together and you all feel the same ridiculous excitement now you don't feel like you need to contain it or pretend that you feel less about it because like Carly herself advocates feeling too much so I'm excited for like more weeks of crazy discussion like I'm sure people will still be like tearing this album apart especially given quarantine and very nerdy share, but my friend Mayel and I are actually compiling a literary mixtape dedicated Ooh, to Carly. That, yeah. Yeah. So we've been asking people for like um, poetry or any kinds of works that remind them of Carly Rae Jepsen's music, and we've gotten some really interesting stuff. So, like I think it's just great that Carly inspires things like that. You guys want to contribute? long. <laughs>
1: so we're looking forward contribute. to that.
0: I send mo mga screen caps sa mga messages. Mo. This is my. <laughs> this is my, like, Carly Gray experience.
3: This is felt this
5: way. This is.
1: <laughs> love <isn't> crazy.
5: <laughs> this is solo. <laughs> Just you. Just a picture of yourself.
0: <laughs> That's a fun way of putting it. Um, okay, anyway. It might actually
6: thoughts? do that. No, I'm I won't. I won't. <laughs>
0: Okay, so if there are no final thoughts on the album, a final please to people to stand Carly Ray Jepsen. It's the fun, like, last part of the discussion. Well, if you haven't already taken in what we said in the last two hours, then I don't know what else we can say to convince you. But, I mean, just give it a shot. It's really good pop music for me. And the experience of uh, being in a community of, like, Fellow Carly Rae disciples, it's just like a great experience all together, and we're really looking forward to, like, show people how good this is, and look forward to what an experience it will be to see this performed live as well when the
5: time comes. I wanted to add to that is that I'm a fan of a lot of things and a lot of people, and the Carly Rae fandom is like the most wholesome fandom I've ever been a part of. Yeah, like after the concert. Like everyone was friends, like even just for like a week, maybe everyone was just united. <laughs> I had people who who I never really spoke to before, like interacting, and and well, and that feeling like really stayed with me. And even just from listening to dedicated side B with everyone else, like it brought back that feeling from the concert. The oh, I'm part of like a bigger group of people who really just believe earnestly in in emotions and stuff. It's really wholesome and nice, yeah.
1: I don't
6: yeah, know what else to really add. That was encouraged. it. <laughs> like, that was it. If you're not going to be in it for the music, be in it for the community, oh, yeah. which is just mm-hmm. amazing. She's the I mean, not to say intro. that,
1: right? Yeah.
6: Like, not to say anything bad about fans of, like, other pop yeah. stars, but I think this is just, like,
3: Call
1: them
6: out. the
3: whole most wholesome. <laughs> no, let's not. Yeah,
0: let's get bash. Let's get drama. Thank you. I love drama. <laughs> Cholo, ikaw na lang mo <laughs>
6: <laughs> But yeah, um it's it's such a nice community and it always makes you feel loved also. Para when you're there it's just kind of like this big group hug and who doesn't want that?
0: I mean not physically right now but
1: Yes,
3: <laughs> I mean yes. <laughs>
1: it's
0: a
3: ritual It's a ritual.
0: Yes. Stay safe, stay home, and mass testing ph now. Yes, <laughs> yes
7: mass test. And stream okay.
3: dedicated side B on Spotify and
0: <laughs> Apple Music <laughs> and Amazon music. Everywhere you can stream <laughs> so stream YouTube. dedicated side B. Stream dedicated. LimeWire. Carly, is LimeWire still alive? I don't think so.
5: I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Follow Napster. Uh, follow Carly Jepsen on Instagram,
3: Twitter, yeah. and on Facebook.
0: We love you, Carly. Thank you yeah. for sharing your music. And uh, it's just thank amazing. You but, <laughs> but, thank you for existing. Uh, and your story. Now we head to the last part of the show, which is our pop stop our top picks and recommendations for anything pop culture aside from Cardi Rae Jepsen. We have consumed in the past week. Uh, for me, um, I haven't really consumed much because I'm still ongoing with a lot of uh, shows. I'm still watching Descendants of the Sun at the moment. But, uh, I will re-recommend another NCT subunit which is Wavy. They're the Chinese subunit of NCT. Wavy. New Wavy songs and the uh, to all the girls and gays out there, you're really gonna love them for how good looking they are, and <laughs> their personality are also also good, and the visuals of their videos and the songs, it's just so good. Listen to Wavy. That's it, that's a tweet for me
4: this week.
3: Um, <laughs> I guess okay, okay, definitely go. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> go H. So right now I'm binging on a new Netflix series. It just came out like last week lang yata. It's called Sweet Magnolias. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think it's. I think it's every it's in everybody's recommendation now but I highly recommend that you watch it. It's about these three like magomare in a, it's a it's in a rural Amidas. community setting. <laughs> yes, oh, oh. and they have margarita nights every night. So I'm like it's the dream. Tapos they all like have their own personal issues with family, with work, and their romantic relationships and whatnot. But they try to make it work and parang, the way for them that they celebrate their friendship is they built this spa in the neighborhood which helped people come together and they and more than fixing their own problems at the end at the end of the show they're trying. They're looking for ways to fix everybody in the community. Parang But it's a. It's such a feel-good family series, and I highly recommend it. Yeah.
0: I think someone was comparing it to a more grown-up version of uh, Gilmore Girls.
3: Yes. I was gonna say then. Um, yeah, cause it tackles like some issues with like divorce. Um, what do you call that? Conjugal. one of of the girls one of the leaders got divorced because the husband got a girl pregnant and on and and it tackles with a lot of like family and work issues so yeah and it's just really it's just really tame it's nothing too heavy on like the suspense or the action so i highly recommend it
7: Uh, for me for continuing the trend of pop girl summer um I'd like to recommend Ali and AJ. Uh, I think you oh might remember them. Oh yeah, so awesome. my god. Yeah, they have new stuff which is yeah. so much better than their yeah. old stuff. Uh, oh their god. latest. I
4: don't think-, think anyone else cares.
7: Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> At least I'm so happy <laughs> someone else cares. Um they released a new single called Jonah Bark on the Dance Floor. That was so so fun. now oh
1: my god. they've
7: been doing music that's like with like um church references, but it's really, really good pop music. So give that a shot and their EP sanctuary oh my god other people care about it I'm so happy <laughs> when, you, when
0: you said it I was like oh my god <laughs> 10 years is also a good EP
4: yes, for me yes
7: 10 years Okay. yes people who care thank god
4: <laughs> you're in the right community uh, I'll, I guess I'll go next I'll just give a quick shout out a lot happened when, 11, when it was 11 o'clock here because it became the oh. next day happened in Korea so a lot of stuff right. happens in the K-pop world uh, one, it's Seventeen's debut anniversary today, so uh, congratulations to 17. It's it's the Yeji's birthday, so happy birthday, Yeji. And yes, Twice dropped their teaser for the new music video. Ooh, and it looks amazing. Yes. It looks oh my amazing. Oh
3: my god. And this, I'm, I'm so excited for the song. Can I just yeah. say, like, like, someone made a compilation of all of their individual teasers and they've formed it into one song, so yeah uh, yeah I'm just really excited for it
4: one. but my actual recommendation for this week is Haim uh, who oh. um, I feel like you guys oh, might oh <laughs> uh, I love Haim. Yeah. someone who cares <laughs> so, um, Yeah. so yeah their new album is coming out next month uh, but they've already released four tracks from it um, it was supposed to come out this month but... six
0: tracks 100.
4: oh six oh my gosh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah six tracks um, I Know Alone and Don't Wanna are both like amazing songs and it's pretty, it's different from Carly Rae, but it has the same, like, honesty, which is why I like it so mm-hmm. much. So, yeah, give that a listen. The sisters are also just so good. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, like, super cool. And like, fun. one
0: person, Carly Ray, two people,
4: Ali and AJ, three people, oh
1: yeah.
4: hey. Haim sisters. Whoever recommends next, you have to have four people.
6: The so you
4: know? <laughs> <laughs> My bad, my bad. <laughs>
6: But in any case, I'm going to go ahead with it. Um, I've been binging a lot of anime this weekend. I mean, aside from my shirt, which is... (laughs) <laughs> yes, yeah, I did, which is wow. like my best quarantine accomplishment was to get Cholo to actually wow, watch My Hero Academia, which is wow.
0: not
6: a Funko Pop. Na, That's Bro, all. Testament, <laughs> <laughs> so, si yeah. <laughs> but I would like to recommend not just the Cholo, but I guess to everyone if you haven't watched it and are in the mood for something light, but really just feel good. Haikyuu is like my favorite anime of all time. Like, I'm not even joking. It makes me so happy and it makes me feel like such intense emotions about a sport I didn't even really like (laughs) at the beginning of it. But now, all I want to do is be a libero and I just... yeah. it's the so same. good <laughs> so, yeah like like, <laughs> like uh, I swear um, but yeah it's something that I think is accessible to everyone even if you're not super into sports if you've ever just been yeah, like man. a fan sports of anime. your school team you can immediately just attach yourself to it and w- one of the best animes with like really really great character developments for each and every single character that kind of goes through it um, even like opposing teams you kind of root for which is very strange for a sports anime but yeah i can't like talk it up enough and the first season is on netflix if you guys kind of want to catch it like if you're not hooked by the first episode alam because every single person i've met was hooked on the first episode of iq so that's me okay uh i
5: i can go next um in terms of music i i've Come to accept that I don't really listen to as much music as like most people do. So, um, of, of the few albums that I've, I've been able to listen to from 2020, one that really struck me and came out like maybe last week long, is uh, Moses Sumney's new album called Grey. Spelled G-R-A-E. Or G-R and then the first letter of whatever Elon Musk's baby's name is. And A-E. G-R whatever. G-R Musk. Um... But like <laughs> all of the albums I've listened to so far this year, like to me it's like in terms of lyricism, it's easily the best because so much of it is about um, him asserting his like multiplicity of self, like uh, and like just sort of being proud of that. But then toward like the latter half of the album, because it's a it's a very long album, it's twenty tracks. Wow. Um, the latter half of it, he suddenly pulls back and starts to like reflect on the fact that these differences that he's proud of are also the one, the things that isolate him and make him feel lonely and make him feel like he's gonna die alone so it's a very like heavy listen but it's extremely well written um and then in terms of tv shows i guess like a couple of shows that are ending their seasons or their their runs in general soon that i don't think a lot of people really watch uh, number one on hbo there's a show called insecure uh which stars Issa Rae, which is really just about um these uh, black millennials sort of living their lives, and it's a really funny show, um, that features like a lot of great performances from people who, like, Uma performances are not showy; it's very naturalistic. Lang, and then uh, the other show is is this this thing called Vida, uh, which is on its third and final season; it's ending next week, and it's it's about two Mexican sisters, they're estranged, who after the death of their mom come to inherit her, her sort of dive bar uh, in LA, I believe. Um, and so much of the show is about sexuality, gentrification, privilege, and it's all written together very, very well. It's a very queer positive show as well. So, yeah.
2: Okay. Um, for me, uh, again, I would like to recommend uh, if, you, if you just like a colorful, if you want a break from a lot of other media, the webcomic that I really like, Laura Olympus, which is like yes. very modernized Greek mythology. Um, and it, it's great because it, it juxtaposes both. Like in the mortal world, it's still like old Greek times, but like in the, the world of the it's gods modern. and the goddesses, they're already they're already modern. So it's great. And the art is really good. Um, it deals with a lot of very different very sensitive topics but in very tasteful ways um, and like I really enjoy it like it's fun it's great storytelling it's moving a little slow I wish I could read the rest of it already but it's it's really fun it's like it's a lot of fun and then weirdly enough I have been re-watching um, all of Project Runway but not for I mean for, for the clothes but also for the really weird drama um like, I, I I forgot how dramatic, like, early 2000s TV got because it was, like, the, the concept of the reality show was still very new. Um, and, like, it's just interesting how the first season of Project Runway um, sort of featured, like, one of the first ever reality TV villains. Uh, anyone, like, like the, the that people who were watching TV together had a col- collective consciousness of. So that was just interesting. Like, it's really cool. And, like, the design is cool. And then... Um, as a spiritual ancestor to Midnight Gospel, I have been rewatching Adventure Time in all its entirety oh. because I, I love Adventure Time. Um, it's great. It's not just you know it's not just a kids' cartoon. Like it deals with a lot of stuff about growing up. You can tell like Finn really matures. He gets better. And like the ending, I I don't. There are a lot of very unsatisfying endings out there, Game of Thrones. But um, <laughs> 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 all, all the time. <laughs> but Adventure Time ends in such a satisfying. So somewhat sad way but like it still feels very hopeful um, and I think it just it it wraps up in such a beautiful way that it shows that a lot of big companies and studios can make stories that that last years and years and still sort of rest it in a way that's respectful to the story and to its characters so yeah so oh, can that I
0: is...
6: add one more thing okay go ahead I
2: mentioned as a Chris
6: Evans stan, I implore everyone to watch Defending Jacob. It's really, oh really good. Um, Chris Evans' performance is amazing and I'm not just saying that as a stan. I hope I hope I'm not just saying it as a stan, <laughs>
2: but he's really good. Him. And
6: if you love Michelle Dockery and you know C, right? and you miss seeing her in on television, this is a good show to watch as well. So Chris Evans win that. an an Emmy maybe.
3: Let's see. Wow. I'm kidding. I don't. Okay, okay sorry. <laughs> last, last the uh, the 1975 just came out. with a new oh, yeah. R- I what? haven't listened. To, yeah, I haven't listened to it on a because I haven't listened to it fully. Pa. Yeah, there's too so. so many
0: albums na hindi ko pa siya na
3: pakinggan. <laughs> Yeah, ko pa, yeah pa, and ma- it's long. It's like 21 tracks yata, oh my God.
6: So, yeah, yeah. The yeah. yeah. I need a
3: whole day of processing for that. Pa. So, yeah. Stream ano, Notes on a Conditional Form by the 1975. They really like long album names, oh, no? Parang Fallout Boy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I but guess yeah. last Thing to recommend for everyone. Of course as we continue to stay in the comforts of our home, you can go check out helpfromhome.ph or hashtag helpfromhomeph It's a coordination and information hub on how you can help from the comforts of your own home, whether it's uh, providing for hospitals, frontliners, or vulnerable communities. It's all in that website and you can go check it out. It's so easy uh, and it tells you all the ways you can help whether it's from banks or GCash or any other thing, it connects you to that. So go check out healthfromhome.ph. It's a great cause. And stay safe, everyone, and stay home and you know, just practice all the things that we should practice at this time and mass testing now, PH. And that leads us to the end of our show. Thank you so much to everyone for joining our Iglesia Nicardi Ray Jepsen extravaganza. That was Amen. I hope yeah. we all convinced you to stand for Ray Richardson after two hours of talking about her. But basically a
6: Bible study, no?
0: It is. <laughs> First
3: service, pala.
0: Oh, And thank you to everyone for being here, and thank you to all who listened. Please go follow us on social media. That's at Popcorn with Cholo at Popcorn with Cholo. All our episodes are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all streaming platforms. Thank you, and. We hope to see you soon. Keep on playing our popcorn, IG filter, and everything else. See you guys soon. Bye. <laughs> Team <game> dedicated side view. <laughs> <laughs>